Ladies, are you looking for body positivity, self-love, and endless orgasms? Black Lux is the ultimate woman's playhouse that will cater to your real needs and desires. From adult toys like the new Rhythm Cowgirl, the Magic Bullet, to some sexy lingerie that will set the mood. Or you can roll some spicy dice to decide what new position you want to try. It's all on BlackLux.com. BlackLux.com. That's B-L-V-C-K-L-U-X.com. BlackLux.com. The ultimate woman's playhouse. Alright, let's get it. Hold on. So you qualify. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh shit, the classic. The classic. All time. Number it's 24, y'all. Better than Thriller. Better than Thriller. Better than Purple Rain. Y'all know it. Y'all know y'all want to crump right now. Let's go. <laughs> we got the bitches in the building today. <laughs> Oh, we got the lady. We got lady in the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Somebody look excited right now. You gotta sing it. Here we go. Let's go. A young boy just turned sixteen, and I got. Traffic down to a complete stop. <laughs> oh, you doing the dance too? Give me that. <laughs> give me, give me, give me. If y'all do come close to me, he go one around, and it goes to me. Jasmine Appreciation Day right now. I know you love fucking me. Let's go. I can tell by the My way you love me. <laughs> you said what? Your dad listens? Yeah. Well, I guess stop, stop. Shout out to Daddy Jasmine. <laughs> you yeah. Fuck all your free time. You don't need no me time. That's you and me. Happy time. Saturday. I'm so loud. I dig make myself. Oh, yeah. You made me so damn proud. Now lay your head on in my. All right, I gotta oh, be for yeah. real, man. I gotta be for real, man. I love it here. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Let's go. Mogul and they know that. Logo on my flow back. Courtside Chamberlain, throwback match my Rolex. Everywhere I go, flex. Valet park on some low shit. Whole lot of smoke in that Rory, that thing's potent. Burning rubber. Wearing cameras, they was under. Let's go. Under pressure, made statements, turned on their brothers. Got the judges, but the streets will never love you. Happy Saturday. What it comes to in your brain for you to. Oh, yeah. Once the haters. Covers and maces, 
Call us dumb niggas cause our culture is contagious Third generation South Central gangbangers I live long enough to see it change It's just time to make arrangements Finally wiggle out that mazes Y'all know the vibes Find me out in different places And I spoke by the door, that's the infiltration Double back dressed in blue laces Let's get it. We got the gang back in the building. You yes. know what it is. Yes. Shout out to our girl Jasmine in studio. Yes. You know what time it is. You know the vibes. The Gems and Juice gang gang back in the building. Let's get it. <laughs> Let me just say, Figgy, I adore this DJ set that you do now at the beginning of every episode. I can't wait to see you on a turntable because you're doing your thing behind the board and behind just clicking buttons on the computer. So I can't wait to get you on some turntables, to get you on a controller because it's coming so naturally to you. It's been natural to you. but And I know you've been saying you wanted to do this. Yeah. But I, I I love it. I love it. I might have to I might have to do it, man. I might have to You do gotta it. come over. <laughs> we gotta have some some practice sessions. I've been saying this, but we gotta get for real about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think Figgy summoned Jasmine last week with his uh Mac Miller mix. Yes. I think he summoned her because now <laughs> she is live in the building. She is joining us. Again, it's been a while, girl. But, uh, homie, <laughs> the lovely Jasmine is back, man. She has graced us with her presence. She is high, hot and in demand in these streets right now. She yeah. made time for she these lovely. Behind, she ain't behind the scenes now. Now nah, nah, she front center. We gonna press her too, man. We we gonna make a lot of people uncomfortable. <laughs> things you gonna have to talk about on this podcast, man. But glad to have I'm you ready. back, man. Glad to have Jasmine back, man. First off, girl, how, how you been, man? How you holding up, girl? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I'm I'm doing better. I miss this. I miss radio. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. gotten back into like a corporate type lifestyle, and it is not for me. So, um, you know, but I, I'm blessed, so I can't complain. I'm just happy to be here with y'all and chat okay. with y'all, get in on this conversation. Mm-hmm. I got some, we got some fights to have, Rocket. Oh, well, <laughs> that's going to happen regardless. That's not regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the people want to know, are you seeing anybody right now? How's the love life going, Jasmine? Can you even talk about that? Yes, currently? I Ooh. am not seeing anybody, but I was dating. I will okay. say that. I was yeah. But yeah, no, I'm single right now and just, you know, doing my thing, waiting for waiting for my man to come find me. Chris, Chris Brown going to find you, hopefully. <laughs> oh, I don't know no if you want him right now, though. Yeah. Oh, you, have, you turned your back on Breezy? I haven't Uh-oh. turned my back, but I just, we're going to get Ooh. into it. I, yes, Ooh, we'll talk I'm, about it. We'll talk I'm, about it. We'll, <laughs> We will, we will talk about it. It's the Gems and Juice podcast. We have to introduce Jasmine first because the lovely Jasmine had to come first. But it's the Gems and Juice podcast. We are back at it, back in full effect. A lot to break down and talk about. We're going to revisit. We got a special guest joining us, man. A good interview with a, uh, a local talent, a great musician. Dende joined us. And you're going to hear that in a little bit. Great interview. Great dude. Great artist. Make sure you check his new project, A Happy Man, out right now. Uh, but let's get to the shits first, man. Figgy, this is the Gems and Juice podcast, first and foremost. Wait, the I'm fucking it up. Yes, on, thank you, Jay Prince. Look, I'm, I'm thrown off. <laughs> Jasmine looks so cute. I'm looking at her face right now like, oh, your teeth are so perfect, too. I'm jealous. <laughs> Damn, look how white Jasmine's teeth are. They almost look fake. 
Are those your yeah. real teeth? Yeah. Those I are so white. Those Come on now. Those the, those, oh. the, those love of hip hop teeth. No. Let me put y'all on. No, there's some I'm going to I'm going to drop some uh the toothpaste that I use. I use this um organic toothpaste now and oh, no. it's a no, it's it it's it's dope and I think it has a lot to do with it. So Okay. I'll put y'all on. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know okay. what it's called okay. off the top of my head, but Jasmine White Teeth sponsored by this organic. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I, no, you should definitely do Colgate commercials. Look how bright her teeth are, man. Like I'm almost covering my eyes. Damn. I'm jealous, man. My got teeth are Gucci all teeth. <laughs> nah, she ain't. She ain't got those teeth. They, she actually looks like she has real teeth. So. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you for joining us. Um, oh yeah, speaking of organic, mm-hmm. we got to talk about that too. Um, are you pro or anti-vax, Jasmine? I am anti. Oh, we don't hold you Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, I am anti, and it's it's going. I think oh. I'm okay. I, everyone, all my loved ones are vaccinated. Everyone that I'm around at work is vaccinated on a daily basis. So, um, you know, I I'm I just can't do it. At first, it was the rumors about the infertility, and I know that they've come out and addressed that, and now it's just, it's a bunch of everything every every day. Something comes out new about it every day, and I'm just, I'm, I want to have kids. I want to, you know, I don't, I, it's not for me yet. I got to wait. The Astral is World not is, for you. Astral <laughs> World is coming, though, so... <laughs> I have to make some decisions come you, you November. Heard the, you, you heard the rules about... Um, uh, 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 World, right? No. Yeah, that you gotta show a vaccination card. I mean, I could fake that. <laughs> no, I'm just. Oh, I was just saying. <laughs> say, there's way too many people for them to check everybody's vaccination card. It's gonna be hard to even get in. Niggas honestly, were jumping over the gate yeah. last time, man. Yeah. Come on yeah, now. I, honestly, I don't even know if it's a way they could actually do, or if they, if it's even legal to even do that. Because um, I know a lot of jobs saying they, you know, technically they don't have to check your, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to show a vaccination card. It's really, it's, it's kind of your word. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, a slippery slope right yeah, now. Especially in Texas. I think, I guess they just going by, hey, if you didn't get a vaccination shot, just wear a mask type thing. And they kind of just going off of that. In some places, I think you need, like for some events, I think they make you show it. Um, I think they have vaccinated and unvaccinated segments in uh, basketball arenas now. So if you want to see like mm-hmm. the whoever's playing, you got to go uh, and show your vaccination card or you'll be in the other section that set all uh, spread yeah, apart. You're probably section. paying. Yeah, probably paying more, too, because your seats are all separated. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. I figured you were anti-vax. So I already knew that. Yeah. I knew that by the way. Did, but, did you get yeah. the vaccination, too? I'd rather not answer that. That's a personal <laughs> question. That's a personal no, you question. You don't even see nobody. You don't see nobody. So you look, man. <laughs> <laughs> look, I keep to myself, man. I've been socially distant for uh, thirty-four for years. years now, and counting. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I think I'm good, man. But now, nah, interesting, interesting. It is interesting to see how people turn on anybody who's like against the vaccination yes. or doesn't want to get vaccinated there. Yeah. We are getting persecuted out. It here. is bad. It yeah. is bad. It make it like, it almost made me want to go do it, but I had to think about why I'm not doing it versus like the majority. And, you know, people bring up international travel, things like that. And I just, you know, if it's my time to go because of COVID by all means, <laughs> 
Lord. Girl, you're, you're 26 time, years old. Come on. Jasmine, you're way it. too young to But talk I'm just about. saying, like, you know, if it's that, like, if the the mutant mutated strand or whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, the oh, man. <laughs> they made this song for Jasmine. And they Ryan did. Rocket. With the bounce. Now, this is a New Orleans bounce. It's for Jasmine. They made this for her. Do you know that CNN reported on this too? I got a notification on my phone the, the morning after saying that uh, a hip hop anthem remade. And they were talking of about this they song. Did. Yeah. This, song, this is for white people. Let's be yeah. real, man. Niggas, niggas was rocking with this. <laughs> this was for white people to laugh at and be like, hey, remember that song, Back That Ass Up? They didn't vax that ass up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't for no niggas. Mm-hmm. Listen to this shit. Want to get the vaccine? It's hilarious. Mia X is in this video. It is. She did a good job, though. I do admit, she kind of killed it. <laughs> it was shot. I guess they couldn't get Lil Wayne, though. I guess he was, uh, him and his Trump ties were, were against all that. So, he, no, probably, that, that was, he probably anti vax. <laughs> see, here's the thing, man. I, I would probably be more pro vaccination. I know some people are listening to this right now and just say these ignorant motherfuckers. Right? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But my thing is, man, if they didn't make it so corny, to to get the vac all these attempts to corral the people into getting the vac like shaming them into getting it all these videos these celebrities coming out these basketball like number one all the athletes don't want to do it yeah. LeBron is anti-vax nobody want to talk about that yeah. LeBron ain't taking the vaccination man all these football players ain't taking it and th- they get called out their name they get called stupid. All these celebrities, men, niggas making songs about it now. Like it is, if yeah. they didn't make it so corny and, and so forced, I would yeah. be like, yeah, you know, it's it's probably fine. But anything the the government tries to overly push on me, I'm just naturally gonna act against. This, that's just my nature. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this this kind of remind me of uh, remember back in the day they used they used to be all these got milk commercials. Like they was forcing everybody to try to drink milk, more yes. milk. Mm-hmm. This is kind of that in 2021 yes. where they, they doing everything in their right mind to make people get vax. Now you can't, uh, now technically you can't force nobody to get vax, but I feel like they're trying to make people, they tr- they're trying to pump it in everybody's head that, hey, you ain't going to be able to do nothing, so you might as well get vaxxed type mm-hmm. thing. And um, I, I I mean I this I I just don't like the way they doing it, man. Because I think they should treat it like the flu shot, because you don't really see people forcing the flu shot on people. It's kind of a uh, it's a little bit of, of an option. If you want to get it, you you can get it. If not, I guess just keep it moving. Let's get back on track, people. Uh, <laughs> Jay Prince, tell people what they're listening to right now. The gems and juice. Let's get back on it. Hip-hop based podcast, not an anti-vax podcast. Let's get back to the shit. We got a mu- we got some music to talk about, man. We got to get back on focus. We have a new, new, new album that I think all of us listened to this week. So we'll talk about that first. Vince Staples dropped a new album. It is uh entirely produced by Kenny Beats. Um, it is self-titled, it's Vince Staples. And the album art is just a big ass close up of his face. <laughs> um, pretty short listen. It's about what twenty, 20 something, twenty two minutes long. Yeah. Uh, two skits in there too. So pretty short, pretty brief. Um, we'll have our special guest Jasmine go first. I know you're a fan of Vince Stables. I know you like his music. You like his personality. You think he's so cute. I love so him. We'll- <laughs> 
<laughs> what are your thoughts on the self-titled Ben Staples album? I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I had more of a serious tone than his last project. If I'm not mistaken, the last one was fun. And it was really like upbeat. It, it was a very like summer vibe. This one, I was very um, mellow for the most part. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a little bit more serious. I liked it. I I wrote down some notes, and I'm mad because I left them at work. <laughs> but um, taking trips, I I think it was taking trips that he was super vulnerable on. I like the fact that he was like admitting to to catching feelings really soon, and you don't really hear guys talk about like that in music often, especially not. Well, Vince is different because he's I think he a real ass nigga, but like you know. Got most guys in hip hop don't necessarily address stuff like that, but overall I liked it. Um, the vibe was good. I, I definitely will revisit. I, I just overall love him, so I honestly don't think he could have gone wrong in my eyes. His he's authentically himself every time. Like I, I can tell that. Um, you know he didn't wait a minute. This man is moving. Have you looked at the album? Have y'all looked at the album cover? Like on Apple uh. Music. I just, no, I have it on Spotify. Oh, I just flipped out because his face is moving at me right now. Um, a lot of a lot of artists lately have been doing like um, animated covers. Yeah. So uh, is his face is like doing this little glitch thing. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't it wasn't anything. Um, you know, he's always low key. He's really he doesn't do much press. I did see he did a um, freestyle. On. I don't know if it was Sway or pa- I don't know where it was, but it, his freestyle was pretty fire. So I'll I'll be listening to this, um, you know, all weekend for sure. I'll add it to the to the rotation. Okay, so we have a rating system: qualified or pig pen status. I'm gonna give uh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. What, Qual- what is your rating for it? Qualified is good. Pig pen status is not good. Trash. I'm gonna give it qualified. Qualified. Sound like you had to think about that. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> nah. nah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Okay, okay. Mob ties qualified via Jasmine and her review of Ben Staples album. Fig, if you're going to go to you next, man. Um, what do you think about this album? I thought this album was pretty solid, man. It was it was nice and smooth. And um the one thing I do like about this album and a lot of other albums is how you can listen to a song and don't really have to skip. And it was a bunch of times because I was actually driving, listening to the song uh, or th- this album. And um, I like the simple fact that I have to pull out my phone to see what song this is because it's like, damn, it sounds like the same thing. The transition was just so smooth throughout this album. I, I hate that it was only 22 minutes, but I know that's what you get from uh, somebody like Vince Staples. But, um, I thought it was I thought it was really good, man. This is something I could it's an easy listen. It's not, you know, it's not twenty some tracks where it's tough to get through and you need a couple days. I think this is an easy listen to uh wherever uh destination. Oh, shout out to Vince Staples. Um, um it's an easy listen if you, you know, going somewhere is a 30 minute ride, you could just play that song within the ride type thing. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's good. I'm going to give it qualified. Qualified. He sounds super smooth on there, man. He sounds real mellow. I agree with you. He, he sounds super mellow in this. Yeah, yeah, and I'll agree, man. Um, pretty pretty good listen. Um, I, I don't know what to really make of his. I'll, I'll admit I was a little bit underwhelmed by this album. 
Uh, I don't know what I really expected, but I did think the first single he put out from this album, Law of Averages, I thought that was fire. Mm-hmm. But I did think it was kind of weird that he put that song out first. You know, is I'm like, is this what the album going to sound like? And it kind of was. But honestly, that song is probably my favorite on the album. And it kind of grew on me as a single. But listening to the whole album, like that's really the main one I go back to, honestly. And I listen to that song a lot, actually. I actually like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, the rest of the album, I mean, I don't know if Kenny Beats should have done a whole album. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge, huge fan of Kenny Beats. I think he has his moments. He has his songs where he does his thing. But I'm not a huge, huge fan of him. I know Vince Staple and him are cool. So I guess that's part of the reason why. But I don't know. It's like some of his music, it's hard to really explain, but it kind of lacks soul to me, man. Like something is missing in his beats and the production. I don't know. But uh, uh, my favorite Vince Staples project is probably the Stolen Youth mm-hmm. tape with uh, produced by Mac, Mac Miller. Miller. Yeah, yeah, that that shit was fire, man. I go back to that all the time. So they need to put that on streaming. They it's not on streaming right now, but they need to put it on there. I thought it was. They must have taken it off because I I don't I had think it, it is. It might be on Apple. I don't think it's on oh, Spotify. Oh yeah, it was on Apple for sure. Yeah, it might just not be on Spotify. I could I need to check again. But last I checked, it wasn't on there. But that's probably my favorite Vince Staples project. That and uh, Shine Cold Chain too. Mm. And now was a Ben Staples I was really a fan of, but his music has kind of gotten more experimental. Mm-hmm. After that, he's more, uh, I guess, I don't want to say R&B-ish, but he's more makes making songs about, I don't know, more melodic songs now, so kind of singing he, the hooks a little is he, bit. Is he more like Tyler, the creator, was before kind of. Okay. And that's the vibe I got, too, because every, and I know this is a small complaint, but every uh, all the song titles in this album are all capitalized. Mm-hmm. Which is something Tyler does all the time, too. Mm. And so I think this gimmick is kind of old. I think a mm. lot of artists do this now. And it's like, maybe Vince has been doing this. I need to check and, and see. But I think the all caps song titles is getting kind of old. Yeah, the Migos just did that, too, I believe. They they might have. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's just getting old. Like, okay, we get it. Like It's an all caps thing. But the thing about Tyler, it, it, he does all caps all the time. He tweets in all caps. He's been tweeting all caps since like oh <laughs> nine, so that that's always been his thing. But then Staples is like, it, it, I don't know. I know it's a minor, minor complaint, but it was just something that kind of annoyed me looking through the song titles. Like, oh, okay, the all capitalized thing, whatever. So uh, the album itself, I, I, I'm gonna say it's qualified. It's not bad, qualified, but it just I, I don't I don't see me going. I don't see myself revisiting it a whole lot. Like the production was cool for the most part. Lyrically, he's it, it, it's refreshing to hear somebody just not talk about how much money he got or how yeah. many bitches he got. J. Cole is <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear somebody being more honest and open and and kind of down to earth like Ben Staples is. I don't want to. Sometimes it gets tiring hearing about yeah. how much money niggas got, man. So yeah, that's my takeaway from this album too. It's it's kind of a, a, a reset kind of refreshing to hear something like this something smooth and uh i actually listened to the other guy you told me to listen to uh i forgot his name but you say he kind of remind you of uh you i think you say he was a uh, better event staples if i'm not mistaken i can't remember but i'm forgetting who i said that about yeah you uh Uh. we you actually gave this album a, a really good review on it 
But um, no, I can't he, remember. Why can't he from, I remember? He from the Bay Area, from San Francisco. Uh, Larry June. Yeah, yes, Larry, Larry June. June. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Larry June. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Larry June. I actually listened to that album mm-hmm. after uh, Ryan talked about it, and it's it, it's a really good. It's a, it's one of them albums you could just listen to throughout. And it's super refreshing. It's not the flashy Migos type shit. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, that that type of music never go out of style, man. I know, I know, you don't hear it on the radio, but this this type of music always wins, man. No matter what, it might not look like it, but it's people that be looking for this type of stuff to listen to. Me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you. Um, I'm so glad to hear that you like Larry June. Yeah. Uh, he is like. Dom Kennedy's son to me. That's what you said. No, Dom yeah, Kennedy. he is said, Dom, like Kennedy's. Dom Kennedy. He said, yeah. yeah Don, he said he's like Don Kennedy, but can rap. <laughs> well, yes. I, yeah, no, I I love Dom too, but yeah, Larry June is dope. He's dope. His this project though, I will say, I don't know if Rocket, you've ever listened to anything of him in the past, but this project I think is his best one so far. Like the most co- like cohesive. Just listen to it the whole way through. Same, his the sound is similar to his his past pro- projects, but this one is more like you can tell he's gearing up for for radio, more so than you know the things of the past. But so love uh, that man. so this is like the Good Kid, Mad City album for him. Was uh, kind of gearing up towards yeah, radio. Yeah, I would say so. I would say because so. that was probably Kendrick's most. Uh, pol- uh, radio ready song or album at album. that time, and he had a couple projects. Yeah, yeah, the only thing is though, um, with Larry, I I don't see, I couldn't specifically pick a radio hit from the album. I didn't have one, you know. I didn't like personally select a, a song that I thought was going they were gonna be pushing as a single, but I did see it as you know this. Okay, I see what I see him progressing more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first time listening to Larry June when I bumped that album. But yeah, I'm glad I picked that one because that was a fire project, man. And he was somebody I always heard about. Everybody says, you got to listen to that new Larry June. I'm like, eh. Yeah. I was like, I feel like it. You know, <laughs> somebody, everybody talked about it. Somebody was dope, but it was, you know how it is. People recommend you shit. You always put it off for a while. And plus a name like Larry June, you're like, yeah, okay. You're probably some old sounding nigga. <laughs> but nah, it was actually really cool, man. I like that. That's probably one of my favorite projects of the year so far. So yeah, that Larry June shit was fire. And it was, it was uh, really good. If you like Larry June, I don't know if y'all have ever listened to. I think is I think he goes by Less. It's L E with a dollar yeah, sign. Yeah, I know L E S. Yeah, DJ Mr. Rogers and uh, I think Drama, DJ Drama's artist. He's from Houston. His yeah. vibe is very similar and very very chill. So check him out. That dude's good too. I like him. Yeah. Um, other things that released. Uh, did anybody listen to that new Snow Allegra? First off, are we fans of Snow Allegra? I don't like how she spells her name. <laughs> I love her. I'm gonna yeah. listen tonight when I get in my vibes. You know. Am yeah. I the only one who thinks she's a fake ass Sade? Nobody uh, else thinks that. I do. I see where you get the vibe. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it, she do sound like her. She. It kind of got that raspy voice a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not a bunch of fake ass Sade. So. <laughs> I, 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 uh, Janae, Janae is one too. 
Really? I, really? Yes. I don't know why he's coming for me today like this. Janae, Janae <laughs> compared herself to Sade, not she, me. Oh, okay. She was the one who said in the early interview, she said something like she's like a, a more hood Sade or some shit like oh, okay. that. And everybody yeah. got I, upset. I, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, no. She, I think she was dead wrong with that. I, I don't hear Sade at all when it comes to Janae. But uh, if she if she feel like that, I'm cool. Nah, that's, 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 I'm just saying that's what she said. That, okay. That's not me putting words into her mouth. That's what yeah. she well, said. Well, Snow didn't say this. That's true. I think that's people true. giving her that title. But um, I actually listened to the album, and um, I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, I seen a lot of people saying, "Oh, I'm five tracks in, and this ain't it." Really? I, this ain't what I'm looking for. And I'm like, damn, like, what are you looking for then? <laughs> now, I mean, she's more of a a, a barefoot type of um, R&B type of artist. She's she's not about to make you get up and dance and all this other mm-hmm. shit. She, she's kind of, uh, you, you really got to be in the right vibe. I wouldn't say listen to this in the gym. Like, at least uh, when I broke down to her album, she did have some radio songs on there. She had a, a up-tempo song with Lil Baby and yeah. shit like that. Uh, it ain't none of this on there. Now, she do got Tyler, the creator, on there. Mm-hmm. And you know how Tyler is when whenever he's on a song with, a, with an R&B artist. And I, I wonder if he produced this song, but um, I thought the song was pretty good. That's probably my favorite song on there with Tyler. I think she got two songs with Tyler, if I ain't mistaken. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, um, I I thought it was dope. I think it's what we all expected for real. If you listen to Snow a lot, and I want to say this is her debut album too, or maybe Project, I don't know, but um, I I I think this is what people expected from her. So uh, if you like, I said, if you riding in the late night with your uh, with your thing or something, you just want to vibe to something smooth. I would say throw this on some some smooth and current. I would say throw this on. I, I I think it's dope, and I would say it's qualified. Qualified. Okay, okay. Um, I, I'm gonna go on a rant now. I think Uh-oh. it necessarily has to do with snow. Can can we please move on to a new era of R&B? Like, can we please get a new sound introduced? Is it been long enough that we've been subjected to this the weekend trap soul type of emo R&B bullshit? Like, how long do we have to sit through this now, man? Like, every R&B think, album I hear. Do you think she fall in that category? The songs I've heard from her, yeah. Maybe really? I'm listening to the really? wrong ones. I did hear a song earlier that um, I think it's from a new album. But it is a very, very slow tempo, melodic emo sit in your room while crying type of r&b shit man i'm like <laughs> how long do we have to the same trap beats on these same fucking r&b songs with people barely even singing on it yeah. to where you can barely even call them a singer like I'm, I'm i'm done complaining about singers i know singers for, we're never gonna get a luther vandross we're never gonna yeah. get a mariah carrick we're never gonna get a whitney houston those days are done i admit that can the production at least come up a little bit can we switch it up a little bit wait, but, wait a minute i gotta stop you Is that <laughs> her album i have not been the biggest her fan in the sense of it's her her sound just wasn't for me i've always thought she was talented this album that she just put out, I I gave it a qualified. 
I loved it. I thought that she got out of that sound that you're that you're speaking of right now. I thought that she kind of she gave us more up tempo beat, like with the little baby. She, um, you know, Kate like mimicked little baby's uh, flow. Like I thought she gave us more. I, I appreciated that she gave us more because normally I don't like her in the just being my feelings all the time type of vibe where she's you know how she started. So I don't know. Maybe we gotta put you on some. What's- What's up? I gotta sing you some stuff. So, um, <laughs> la, la, I, I ain't trying to put you on the spot, none. But um, if you were were to bring back a certain part of R and B that's missing right now, how how would that sound? Like, what, uh, give me like an artist that you you know you would point out and say, hey, if if R and B was somewhat like this, you know, will it be like an August Alcina that era maybe, or maybe like Trey songs? Anderson Pack. Like he made some okay. very upbeat ass songs, man. Like some, I'm not saying I'm trying to dance, but yeah. I'm like, can we get some more rhythm in the R and B? Like, can we bring the rhythm back? Can we? Can it not just be blues all of the time now? <laughs> this emo ass music, man. Like, can we get a little more lively? Like, and Anderson Pack, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I think he is somebody who's making he, more of he's kind of he's kind of a unicorn too yeah. he is he's super talented yeah. man and, and and i'll say i've shit on bruno mars but bruno mars is trying bruno mars yeah. is he's trying try- he's <laughs> trying i'm not saying he's succeeding you, 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 uh, but i'm gonna say you're coming around to it <laughs> I, I'm because just i don't think you you wasn't a fan of him even trying at one point right yeah like because it's very it's very derivative i'll say it like that i'll say it's very copy paste uh new jack swing type shit but i mean i'll take it if if it's that or this that we have in the current era i'll take that and also it speaks a lot the fact that he has a lot of respect from the older producers like jimmy jam and terry lewis and people like they they really respect and fuck with him because he's the one who's actually trying to bring some bounce back to r&b man like can we get a little more optimistic in our r&b can it not all just sound like a rap? Yeah, I, I know it's I, the old man rap. I'm just yeah. getting sick of this shit. I, yeah, I, th- I think we just in the air, and I agree with you, man. I think it should, you know, kind of get back to where it was at one point. But um, remember, we in the era where, you know, if something is working, that's the these problem, producers man. want you or these labels want you to do that. So if they if this is working for Summer Walker, they want her to do that too. Mm-hmm. They want um, Snow to do that too. They want all these R and B artists to do that too. You, everybody, there's only one Bruno Mars. Yeah, he the only he the only one that can pull off anything. That's why I always say, you know, I know you, you know, you're not the biggest biggest fan of him, but I think he the closest thing to. Um, don't say Michael no, Jackson. No, no, don't say no, Prince. No, don't say nothing no, like that. No, no, I ain't gonna say that. But in this okay. in this era, man, he's probably the one person, the the one artist that can do anything like that. He's the one that can bring who can do New Jack and get away with it. He he's yeah. that he's that entertaining. He it man, he I think he should perform at the damn Super Bowl every year, man. I mm-hmm. think he's that talented. He could he can do everything, but it's not it's not, damn near no artist out there that could do all that shit. Even the Justin Timberlakes. Like people starting to call him out for that. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I don't think there's a lot of people like Bruno Mars who could just bring that song back or bring that bring that type of R and B back. 
So yeah, because think... you got to know how to entertain, and all the people don't know how to entertain, man. Yeah, and all to sit in the so, corner and sing. Yeah, a quote lot, unquote sing. A lot of these people are Instagram babies. They, yep. you know, yeah. they interact on social media, and That's they don't true. know how to interact in person. So I think, um, the, like I said, these record labels want you to do what's on the radio now. Bruno mm-hmm. Mars gonna get spins no matter what. They shit that the the um what's the group called Sonic uh, Silk Sonic Silk Sonic. Mm-hmm. That song sounds like an old ass seventy song. It does. I need <laughs> them to drop another single. And it's too. work. It's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I don't think uh, Snow Allegra could do that and succeed. <laughs> Nah, man. Like you said, it, I think it's follow the leader. They see something that's working. They saw it worked for fucking uh, all these things. Like, and it's not just like every genre of music has been infected with this, yeah. this type of follow emo trap sound, man. So, yeah. and like it is what it is. But I'm I'm just getting like, can we move on? The weekend <laughs> dropped his shit five six years like it, that, that can this sound gotten tired yet can we please move on to a new sound <laughs> i feel like r&b is very dynamic like that usually but yeah. i feel like we've been stuck in the trap soul era of r&b for too long mm-hmm. i'm ready to move on it's, man. it's gonna take somebody like a uh like a leroy cooks yeah somebody yeah. That, that start that <laughs> that start that wave where people say oh shit this is working let me try to do that Yes. And then you know somebody uh, Beyonce probably gonna come out with a uh, album like that, and then it's gonna tr- trickle home because mm-hmm. I, that's the one thing, man. I, I really want to see what Beyonce next project gonna be because her last couple ones were somewhat traps, uh, kind of trappy rap type mm-hmm. singing. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I don't know if she gonna do it again like that. I think I want I wonder if she's kind of sitting back trying to see what's out there, what what she can do next. But I don't think she can do another album like Lemonade. No, and like where did I? I, I uh, it's not looking too bright. I'm not t- okay. Beyonce gonna be fine. Yeah, she yeah. gonna be cool, but as far I don't as, know where she goes next creatively. Cre- yeah, creatively, I don't know where she goes next. Exactly because I mean, let's be real. She's not. She's not the Kanye type who could just do whatever. Yeah, she wants, and you know. People, people gonna you know take on after that. She kind of fall in that you know what's what's trending category. Mm. So I wonder, you know, I I don't think she got a project coming anytime soon. But I wonder what's her next what's her next thing because mm. the the late the last two projects I want to say what was the I think Lemonade was the surprise album mm-hmm. that, and then Homecoming after that the Coachella yeah. performance no, she, I know she had a self titled album called B, uh, yeah that was that was like the first surprise album yeah. and that started the whole trend yeah. of surprise albums yes and that was the album I was talking about where it was it was like wow she's cussing on here mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. somewhat rap it was kind of the edgy Beyonce. Because yeah. I, re- I ain't never going to forget this. I was working at a radio station in Cleveland. It was a pop station. And it was kind of like, whoa, Beyonce, she's talking about this. It was kind of like what? It was kind of like Miley Cyrus going on stage at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people were shocked. It was it, That was that type of energy I got from the people I was working with. So um, I wonder if she going to try to go the, um, the her route or, you know, I, I wonder what she going to, what's next? I think her next project gonna be cringe worthy. 
I think she's going to talk about a bunch of Twitter memes and she's going to use young people language to remind people that she's still the queen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's going to be too good. I thought, man, I thought she was going to uh, take out the Solange because Solange is kind of the opposite. She's yeah. she's kind of that um that's uh I don't even know how to explain it but she, that, she's eccentric. I love Solange. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she's that type and uh I thought Beyoncé was going to go that route if she ever uh come back because I thought that was going to be the new wave of R&B <laughs> because everybody liked that Solange album. Yeah, but Solange can make the music that Beyonce can't. So there's yeah, that. Beyonce, Beyonce is an industry. She has to hit all these marks and make all these charted singles on the Billboard Top 100. So I wouldn't be um, surprised if she gives us that old school R&B we've been looking for because that's literally the only only like in our minds right now. That's the only way she can go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, she's a genius, so I'm sure she'll think more into it, but. I don't, I don't see any other way but old older going back like taking it taking us back into time. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any other female singer at Beyonce's age that was still hot. Mm-hmm. Like think about it, everybody fell off when they yeah. reached Beyonce, especially where she is now with kids. Like everybody in her position fell off. Madonna fell off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whitney Houston, for other reasons, fell off. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey had a resurgence thanks to Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. yeah. But then she eventually fell off again. Like yeah. they all uh, all fall off eventually. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll it's see. Be interesting. Be interesting. She, she lasted longer than, yeah, she lasted long. It That's why I'm kind of worried about Rihanna too, because I don't see her coming out with an album no time soon. Why would she? <laughs> That's what I'm saying because you know how much pressure is gonna be because you know we talked about it before we know that album ain't gonna be better than her previous one. Nope. So I'm I'm wondering if she just saying fuck it like I don't give a fuck about this shit. She literally nah. says that she to fans just, all the time like just, whatever leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean you might as well leave out on top. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to go back in the game like you Jordan or something and you know. Had that Washington Wizards stink on you. <laughs> so you might as well just go out as a champion. Rihanna going to drop again. Rihanna going to drop again. I think she's going to drop again soon, too. I think she might drop this year. Really? Honestly, mm. I feel I feel like she's going to drop again soon. I, I feel like Def Jam is, is, is saying, what the fuck is going on, girl? Okay, enough is enough. <laughs> you owe us albums. You need to go ahead and hit this, too. I think she probably has an album already done. Oh yeah, she's she's mentioned it before feeling. that yeah. she had it done, that she was like tweak. I don't know if she was trolling or whatever, but she's mentioned it before that she had it. It was already done. She was just like working, tweaking on yeah. it. Her last yeah. album was in 2016, and it was fire, yeah. still yeah. in rotation to this day. And think about it, and it's how you know. I brought this up before. It's how you know she's working on an album. She's dating a rapper. She was dating <laughs> Travis Scott when she made Anti. Now she's dating ASAP Rocky. She's definitely like she she uses these men's souls. She uses their creative energy and she uses it for their new album. Well, he's in love. So, you know, Uh, he is. He's going to get heartbroken, too, because, you know, she get tired of niggas. (laughs) I feel her. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we got to revisit some albums because we have the lovely Jasmine here. So we got to get into it. We got to talk about some other things. First off, what are your favorite albums of the year? jasmine in no particular order like what have you really been feeling that came out recently this is gonna sound so played because they literally just dropped maybe two weeks ago but um tyler 
Tyler's album. Okay, yeah. And Doja Cat. Mm, okay. Doja mm. Cat's album is bomb as fuck. Like, it, it's, it's good. It's so good. And you can tell that her, it's a completely different vibe from her last one. And she's definitely in her Nikki bag. Uh, it's my understanding that she actually went on live and talked about how Nikki was supposed to be on uh, a project. She even shouted her out in the song after she mimicked her 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 style of rap. And I just love Doja Cat. I know she's supposed to be canceled by by our people or whoever. I don't know, but I love Doja Cat. And if you have never seen her perform, I advise you to go do that and then go listen to her music because I I think. Her performance will capture you and make you want to hear more because she's so animated and she, you can tell that she she puts so much thought into every detail of her project. She every detail of her project. She's she's absolutely Nick, one of Nikki's children, but she is Doja at the same time. Like she can rap about anything. And now, like now that I've become such a fan of hers, I can I know we know that bitch. What was it? Moo on Macau, something on Macau. Like yeah. we knew that was gimmicky to begin with, but um, Ash actually made a good point to me. Like that proved that she can rap about anything. She can make a song about anything, and she literally like if you listen to her lyrics in these songs, it's not it's not the same old same old. It, like it, it's not let this man buy me a bag and it's not that. Like she has wordplay. She's funny. Like it's literally Nicki Minaj but Doja style. So and the production is a one too. Yeah. So go yeah. check that I, out. Go check that yeah, out. I actually said it a couple of weeks ago. I said yeah. uh, I felt like she do the pop stuff better than Nicki did. I think so too. I think yeah. she's mastered she, it. She, yeah, she's better. not. She's not a better rapper, but I think uh, the pop the pop route she's taking I think is better than when Nicki did it. Mm -hmm. Because we all look at Nicki as a rapper, and when she went pop, she was already hot already. So people was going to listen to regardless. It was just going to a different crowd. But um, a lot of people was like, eh. <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of people ain't, ain't really care for it. But I think Doja Cat, I think she's doing that better than Nicki. Mm -hmm. And I love that she pays homage to her, though. Like, you know, that um, I wanted to talk about Nicki, too, because I I am slowly bringing her back into my heart. Oh. You remember when you hated Nicki Minaj? I know. Remember when we first started yeah. the podcast? Yeah, yeah, she, I hated the way, I hated how she was acting. Like, I hated how she, how she treated the whole Cardi, like, situation and just, I didn't like the way she went about it. I, Talent-wise, I've never strayed away from her talent. I don't think that I've ever, ever, I shouldn't have ever downplayed her talent. That was never nothing. But, I just didn't like the way she handled certain things, but now I think like this, this her being a mommy and she's just been gone for a little bit and she's been chilling. She's <laughs> she's still herself, but she's been she's been a lot. She's been acting like the queen that she is. Like you know, watching these watching these children of hers just dance around and like like she should have done. I feel during the whole Cardi back and forth, but whatever. You know, I'm just glad that. That she's back, she's back and making music again. That sounds like what I want to hear. Like old Nikki, like when she dropped the "Beat Me Up, Scotty," like that was amazing. Like hype, that was high school. Like that was amazing. So I'm just happy that she seems in a better space now. Too before she left, she didn't seem like she was 100. So I, I love that for her, and I just love this whole women era, this movement that we got going on, and. 
hopefully we can continue to support one another publicly and behind the scenes so that way we can keep pushing this envelope because women are doing it right now in all aspects of music. I don't care. We just got to get some, some, I don't want to downplay producers, but we need more women producers that are publicly recognized. Yeah, I wonder who, uh, uh, that the woman who produced that Drake song, Money in the Grave. Mm. Uh, I wonder what she's doing now, because that beat was high. Yes. I don't know if she's mm. still producing, but yeah, that shit was cool. I think there are some women producers out there. I think they're not too well known, but I think they're out there. Um, now back to Doja Cat. I don't mm-hmm. like the fact that she made a song called Niggas Ain't Shit and she performed it in front of white people and they sing along to it. Right. I don't like that part. I don't mind the fact that she made the song, mm-hmm. but I don't like her singing it and performing it for white audiences and them <laughs> singing along. I've seen video of it happening. I don't like that shit. Oh, oh really? It's already a thing? <laughs> yes. Ah. Yes, it is. It is. So I, I don't like that shit. But other than that, I think she's very talented. And yeah, I'm sure that album's fire. All her albums are fire, man. She's mm-hmm. very talented and good at making music. So she is. I just don't like that in particular. But yeah, uh, you asked me initially. So Tyler, Doja... Ah, I, I can't. I don't know if it's because they're the they're the most recent, but you mm. said favorite, and those are ones that I do not skip. Migos, I love. I like the Migos album. They they surprised me. I don't know. I did think they fell off. So sh- you know, I'm glad they told me about myself. Avalanche mm-hmm. was hard as like yeah. Avalanche mm-hmm. was amazing, yeah. amazing. Like Quavo, Quavante has never been my favorite Migo, <laughs> but he <laughs> really <laughs> popped it off. Like it that yeah. But I can't mm, beginning to end. I, I have to say Tyler and Doja, and I know that face that okay. you're giving me because uh, you know my what Reno, I'm hitting, man. It's, um, it's nothing cool. else yeah. dropped this year. Nothing else dropped. J Cole, Jermaine Cole, <laughs> he <laughs> drops what. I'm not going to. Did he drop this year? <sighs> really? He did, yeah. With features this time. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Yeah. I, are you sure it wasn't? Are you sure? Are you sure? I know he played basketball in yeah. Africa. Wait, when was <laughs> it? I remember that. When did he drop? I'm not. Y'all when know y'all heard the 95 Jay South Cole song with uh, Cameron and it just. <laughs> we need to put you in that skit with that nigga who's a super J. Cole. We need to put you in that skit with that dude. I know you've seen those videos. Oh, shit. Yes. He dropped. We need to put you in those videos. <laughs> He dropped, on May, he dropped on May 14th. You mean J. Cole? 2021. Jermaine Cole. <laughs> Put an M on your, your head. head. You lose like... your brother now. <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> but yes, no. Y'all are not going to sit here and act like he didn't put out some fire. I, I, you asked me, Cole. You asked me from, or maybe I made that up, but from beginning to end, that's why I did not include J. J. Cole. No, I just asked what you were favorite albums hmm. of the year so far, and you didn't mention <laughs> Jermaine Cole because you well, knew since, he was going to Since we're here, <laughs> what's your thoughts on the album? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start no, with the... First off, first off, Figgy, put your finger on Jasmine's pulse because we're going to ask her, <laughs> are you still listening to that album today, J- July tw- 9th, 2021? Are you still listening to that J. Cole album Honestly, it, it was actually May 14th. It dropped, I know, but I'm saying today. Yeah. today. Okay. As of today. Okay, okay, I got you. Are you still listening to that J. Cole album? Yes. Say, say, Honestly, okay, okay. yes. I'm not listening to only certain songs. I'm not going to sit up here in front like the whole album is still in rotation. Only certain songs. When they come up, I do not skip. But, eh, you know, I keep his whole catalog in my album just, I mean, in my library because why wouldn't I? But, you know, uh, it was 
the the documentary that he put out, I enjoyed and I watched that first. I really liked it. I thought that I know I listened to your take and you thought it was a little directionless. And I don't think so. I think that, you know, he is gearing up for his retirement. And that is the album that I I hate to say it. It's kind of bittersweet. But that's the album that I um that I like the bet that I'm waiting on. Um, the Is it the fall off? Is what I'm I'm waiting to hear the best because that, that happened a few years ago, but okay. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you today. I'm not doing it. But the documentary for me did not display like the album for me did not display what he was speaking about in the documentary. And it that it was it was a kind of a letdown in a sense. I'm a big fan, obviously, so I was hyped from jump like to begin like his production this go round, I think his production was a lot better. Um, the fact that he included features and he included the right features on the right tracks for me was good. Cameron surprised the mess out of me. Obviously, I know I, I don't think anybody thought about a can like, and he didn't even rap, so I don't know if we call that a feature or not. But um, Twenty One Savage and him need to make an album. I don't I like. I I think they need an album. I'm glad they're going on tour together. But um, ah. I can't talk bad about this because I'm not going to let you do this to me. I already yes, you know can. you, you want know it was disappointing. You know <laughs> you can admit you can still be a J. Cole fan and admit it was disappointing. You can do that. Was not my favorite album. I will this, say that. Was this album better than his last one? His last one? K.O.D. K.O.D.? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nope. I will say no because K.O.D. was like a concept album. KOD came at KOD's timing and the concepts that he provided came at the right time that they were needed. If, I don't know if y'all remember the time um, in hip hop. I mean, it's still going on, but it was really, really bad where we had the little pumps and the all of the kids that were doing drugs and overdosing and like just promote. It was nothing but nothing but drug type music and just people get it like Takashi. It was a lot of that going on the beginning of the whole trolling error, I think that started and that's when KOD dropped. So I think that makes that timing tie all that tying in is why I would say this project, that project over. Okay. Is, is it better than for your eyes only, which came out in 2016? Yes. It's better than that one. Yes. I so think that it's must really be your least favorite J Cole. Album. Well, for your eyes. Oh, it's, it's weird. Cause like, for Your Eyes Only, I I loved the concept to it as well. They had different... There are still songs on that that project that I re- revisit that are more upbeat. But again, the album was a concept album. And I still, honestly, to this day, have not really... I don't know who it's about, if that makes sense. So for me, I like to... You know, I like to figure stuff out. I like to listen to everything to, to detail. You know, I listen to details. So I haven't really... Dove in, I still haven't figured out who, which friend of his that album is based on, but I think it. I no, it was better than that, and I'm not gonna let y'all keep doing is this it, to me. Is <laughs> it, now this this is the big question: Is it better than 2014 Forest Hill Drive? No, absolutely not. No, okay. that was his best album. Okay, yeah, I felt like this uh, his latest project. By the way, I liked the project. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool, but. I haven't, be honest, I haven't gone back to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I felt like that was his best project since Forest Hill Drive. Mm-hmm. I never, I never really went, I never went back to KOD. 
Yeah. Uh, shit, I forgot about for, for your eyes only. I don't even know what was on there. Yeah. I know it wasn't no uh, huge radio play on that. One, if mm-hmm. I'm mistaken, but it wasn't meant. I to can't. Be re- yeah, I couldn't even remember the name of the album. But I felt like this project was probably his best project since 2014. You could take that how you want to take nah, it. Nah, I can see that because KOD was really gimmicky. KOD was really like, I, I want y'all to get, I want to get this across y'all head. So let me get on y'all level of what y'all doing right now. This album was. Now let me ironically make a trash pop music to make fun of the pop music going on right now. Because Man, that's what on. y'all listening to. So yeah. y'all listen to this because that's so what that y'all listening same, to anyway. That was the same thing Eminem pretty much did, right? What? D- did he kind of do something like that? And then he ended up redoing the album, dropping another album and rapping yeah, over well, the beats? Yeah, he, he did that. I forget. I think I forget what that was called. Relapse maybe or something. Oh, I One remember. of the albums where he made it like full of the hits that he thought people wanted to hear. But then they hated it. So he came back and he was like rapping, rapping again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I remember that. Yeah, he was kind of mocking how people be rapping and he started yeah. doing Migos rap. Type yeah. 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 yeah, but it's not funny when a white guy does it, but when J. Cole does it, hey, it's, it's profound. <laughs> Anyways, because he's talking to our young black brothers and our black kings uh, out here. Yeah, he he, he, he dissed a- Lil Pump and then he interviewed him <laughs> for like an hour long. Who wants to hear Lil Pump talk for an hour? You gave him a platform for no reason. That dude's gone. And see anyway. this dude he is, publicly it, dissed him. It was only right he gave him a public platform to try to clear the air. And he should, and now mm. when you when you look back talk, talk about age well uh, uh, shit that age well with time that shit did not age well with time at because all because what the fuck is Lil Pump doing he out here being a piece of shit pretty much but if you remember 1985 on KOD that was the whole that that how he ended the album literally describes what you just said about Lil Pump right now he literally yeah. said exactly how his career was gonna go and we talking about it right now. Yeah, so yeah, you, you know his career was over when he tried to endorse Trump. He tried to go, he went on stage and all this other shit. That was like yeah. that was the hell Mary. Yeah, little pimp, little pimp, <laughs> as Donald Trump called him. I will say that um, J Cole gave me like mixtape vibes on this on this project though. He gave me mixtape vibes in the sense of like he was rap like I, he was rapping rapping like especially with Figgy's take on KOD. He was rapping rapping then. Um, in comparison, but I, Jermaine Cole cannot do no wrong. He can't do any wrong to me. Um, I'm gonna knock on wood because I know y'all getting on Chris soon. <laughs> so even when he dissed a woman for no reason and then she did. came back and killed him. Anyways, that was taken out of context. <laughs> now she, yeah, you know he did. He did yeah, not you know diss she her. Killed him. He didn't yes, diss he her. Did. He yes, didn't he diss did. her. He yes, he he, he literally explained why what he was saying, and everyone took that took one line and ran with it, but didn't bother to listen to the rest of the song where he went on and said, "I may not know what I'm talking about." Literally. And See, then, and that's what I okay. That I'm glad you said that because that's my problem with J. Cole. He says some shit and then tries to qualify it. Like, but then don't if you have to explain, like, for example, one of the least favorite lines I think that nigga ever said was <laughs> when he on that latest album when he said, uh, if you clowning a millionaire, uh you you the what do you say? If you're you clowning a millionaire, jokes on if you, you broken clowning a millionaire, the joke's on you. Yeah. But then he's trying to say he he at the next line he said I ain't trying to say that money is everything. I mean you kind of are. Like if you're saying we can't clown somebody because they're a millionaire, that's already an awful line. But he try he tries to play both sides. Like I would expect him more if he just picked a side and stood on it. 
Yeah. But think, he tried to say something and then qualify it so so he can stay on both sides. Like, nah, man. I don't respect that. <laughs> I don't like that. And I, I don't like uh, that album. We have to come up together and just admit it was trash. Like, we, 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 just, we will never. <laughs> we will never come together like, and admit that. <laughs> everything he did to roll that album out was garbage. Him going to Africa to play basketball for a couple of weeks and then leaving immediately once they got tired of his ass. Like all, all this shit he did was corny. The <laughs> First of all, that was corny. that was amazing. I think that was um like shining light on that on that league. I didn't know anything about that league until J. Cole. And do you follow it now since he's gone? Hell no. I didn't follow it then. But I, at least I at least I at least like so did you watch it brought J. attention Cole. to it. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. It was, it was pure. It was pure vanity. It, it was, was not pure vanity. Jazz. He brought yes, money into that. Like think about all the jerseys that were bought. All the, because yeah. they thought because they thought J Cole was staying on the team. He no. He could have done that. He gave. Uh, I'm not gonna say he did. It was all wrong. He gave them Puma shoes. Like fair enough. That's cool. Yeah, but he gave them. I he think he gave them jerseys. That. He could have done all that. Not played. Why do he have to get out there and play? Because that was a dream of his. Before he started rapping, before he he was literally supposed to go to school for basketball, but he he fucked off and How didn't do niggas? it. Did okay, you watch the I, documentary? Yes, I, look, I saw that, and I always think that type of shit is funny. Everybody's saying, "Well, hey, you know, I was supposed to be." We don't know what J Cole would have been. A He's lot nice. of niggas go to college to play basketball, and then they flame out for whatever reason. He was not good in Africa, and I'm sure he practiced hard to get back into where he could play. And he was trash. Like, why did he do that? Why did he have to bother them Africans? They didn't ask him to come over there. They didn't ask for him to play on the team. How do they you got know that? Him. How do you know that? You know they didn't. Well, one, of the, one of the people, only one person spoke out, but I think he spoke for the entire African League he was, when they said, why is this nigga on here making us look bad with his two points a game, bringing all this press when we have people who are trying to make it to the NBA? Like, no, 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 because you're not going to one thing you can't shit on this man's dream. Like, that's literally why he didn't say that he was going to stay. He didn't say he literally said that he was going to fulfill something that he didn't do as at, like he knew it was in his calling. He didn't do it. He fucked it over. So he just went to make sure that that ha- what's wrong with that? What's wrong with what's wrong with realizing that you want to achieve something and then going to do it and then once you do it, be like, okay, let me check that off my bucket list and moving on. He he could have played at the All Star Game celebrity. He's already he, done he that. He could have done that again. <laughs> there's no reason for him to go to the African League when people are trying to make that team. People are trying hard. You know, they probably don't have the best African. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't have the best. Uh, training facilities and all that stuff like they're, they're like they're they're trying their best out there and this rapper walks on the court <laughs> six foot nothing probably and he gets all. a starting spot where he averages like two points and one assist how do come we on, know he but, didn't earn his spot on that team jasmine come on no i am how do we know than, he didn't earn that spot on hey, that team let me ask you this rocket i think he earned the let, spot let, on the team let me ask you this would you rather him um do all that over in africa or uh actual nba team like a uh, 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 what's his name, uh, Mark Cuban in Dallas or something, give him a spot on the bench. 
I, I, I'll add, that would have been number one. That would have never happened. He couldn't <laughs> even get on the G League here. Nobody would have stood for that in America. First Not any kind of professional <laughs> league. No I think, professional I do league. Think, I think Charlotte was will probably be the one team because he's from North Carolina. I think that'd be the one team that would probably entertain it. I, I'm not saying he will make an NBA team, but it would definitely be enter, it, it would definitely get the press. He could practice and run a scrimmage. How about that? I would have been fine with that. Whatever. A lot of people did. Master P did that. Like people could do that. I'll be fine with that. But him actually going and playing during their season. Because look, having check this out. Check this Go out. Ahead. Explain <laughs> it to me in a way that makes sense. Co- okay. He was supposed to pursue this in college. Mm-hmm. You can't. He is at the age at this point. He cannot go back to a college team and play basketball. He mm-hmm. can't do that. that. That's against the regulation. He can't do it. So where else does he go to, to fulfill this dream? Um, some dreams are unfulfilled in our life. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not going to do this. If you have the means... To, to make something happen for yourself, I will never, ever discourage you from wanting to, to pursue something that you had a dream to do. And he my, did my, it. But my problem is when it infringes and hurts other people. Well, I don't we care don't know about that. Him. Yes, we do, because a nigga came out and said it. One person spoke and for after, himself. And, at, and after that happened, he immediately left. He knew people didn't want him there. The coach said everything good because he was bringing in money. He didn't give a shit. They have no integrity there, I guess. But the players, you think they weren't sick of his ass? They probably don't even like J. Cole music. They don't have to like J. Cole music. He wasn't there to be a rapper. He was there to be a player. He should have been there to be a rapper. I don't even like him as a rapper, but he should have been there to be a rapper. Because you're shitting on people who are trying their best to, to make that team and are better than him. He think equally about, tried his best, and it wasn't good enough, so he left. Think of think of what that happened to you, Jasmine. Think if somebody, let's say you were still on radio, and some celebrity, some, let's say it was a, a Iggy Azalea, came and said, oh, you know, man. it's my dream to work in radio. And she instantly got the spot that you had to work your ass off to get. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't feel some type of way, but hey, it's her dream. She's fulfilling it. Like she's shitting on you and you, what you're trying to accomplish to fill out her bucket list. You well, have to stop away about it, and rightfully so. Same thing with J. Cole. They didn't want him there. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have respected it if he actually stayed the whole season. He played like for the album rollout period alone, then he left, which tells you it was a stunt. It and also stunt. tells you and also tells you that he has a tour that he just announced that he has to gear up for. So oh, it was so probably the music is more and, important than his and, dream. Okay. And <laughs> Hey, the music and, paying the bills. Like, how do we not know J. Cole had this worked out with this team before time? Just because this one player came out and spoke for himself does not mean that J. Cole did not have this worked out with the team to begin with because it's midseason. So what are they? They can't just hold, or do they hold a tryout and just bring somebody else? I don't know how that works. But how do we know that J. Cole didn't intentionally do this because he intentionally announced a tour? He knew he was going on tour. So, you know, I don't think that it was a matter of he just got there. He knew he was stinking it up and left. I think it was I think this was all executed and planned accordingly. It was. It was a album rollout plan. It exactly was that. He had an album coming out. 
he wanted to promote it, but he didn't want to do it the, the traditional way because, you know, he's J. Cole. He's smart and different, <laughs> and he's just better than everybody. So he chose his you, own Nobody unique, says that but you because you know me. Because he, he – look – <laughs> he, he 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 is pretentious. We can man, agree with that. He, he despises J. Cole, man. <laughs> I, don't, I can I can hear it in your voice. He does. <laughs> I, I just don't like the bullshit, man. I, I'm, you I would think he, he stole bad his girl. Not even. Look, <laughs> I, it, I, my thing is I don't hate J. Cole. I just think he's pretentious, and I think he does things because he he thinks he is uh, underrated. Yeah, he he thinks I don't know his his whole aura of I'm the best rapper out. I'm gonna retire at fucking no 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 rapper yet has retired. Nobody has retired. Think of all the rappers who could retire. Jay Z could retire. He ain't retired. Nobody has retired. So for him to do this, I'm gonna do this whole album for my next album will be called The Fall Off, and I will retire from rap. You, I guarantee you, the next couple years he'll put out a new album. Like, he's not going to retire. This whole rollout is false and fake to me. The whole... Uh, he, he just the gets thing on about nerves. J. Cole, though, is I, he is absolutely going to retire because J. Cole don't be in our... He's not in our face to begin with. So why would he continue? Like, I just don't see it. I, Are I the bills going to stop? The, bill, the thing is, this man... If you, you didn't watch the documentary... I don't care. Well, you didn't watch I it. Did. No, I you didn't. Most because of it. no, exactly. It was only twelve minutes. <laughs> as much as I could watch, it was a long twelve minutes. Oh my gosh! It felt like I was watching Godfather Three. <laughs> but yeah, no. The way if you listen to the way that he he speaks about how he lives his life and his day to day, I don't think that the light. Like I think J Cole set himself up to to do okay with with stepping away from rap when he feels like stepping away from rap. He's got money. I think, huh? Yeah, I, yeah. I think J Cole will be fine when yeah, it comes to. Yeah, and think, I think I don't think money is the issue, but I do think when rappers, this is not just J Cole, but with any rapper, whenever they say they retiring and this is the last thing, I feel like they're only unmotivated about something. I don't know if it's unmotivated by making new material or feeling the pressure to you know trying to um, make something better than the last album. I feel like it seemed like he's not really that motivated to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe maybe he's just running out of material. Maybe he made it to a point where he's a rich man and he can't really talk about the struggle as much. Maybe that gimmick is over. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, he, but uh, he said it. Yeah. It seemed like a lot of rappers that you know entertain the retirement thing. I feel like they kind of just be tired of rap at some point, but. Rap, me being a rapper, I still entertain the possibility of damn. I heard this artist came out. Let me jump on this track or let me get in the booth, mm-hmm. something like that. Ty, Tyler the Creator literally said Griselda, uh, Westside Gun inspired him to make this album. Mm-hmm. And if you heard the last couple of Tyler albums, it was more on the R&B side. So I think what J Cole saying this is going to be his last album or last project or whatever. I don't think that's true. I think he just need to be motivated. If mm-hmm. he hears somebody that's similar to him or something, uh, uh, a Corday album or something, mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll probably, probably get right back in the studio and drop some, drop something. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think he gonna retire. I, I, I think he would retire in the sense of like not making any more projects. I don't, I don't think. I think he'll absolutely still hop on features. I don't think we'd get another like album from him though. 
I think he would drop, you know, do stuff for other people. Okay. Retire in that sense. The Gems and Juice Podcast presents. Check one, two. And we also have a very, very special guest joining us today. The Gems and Juice Artist Spotlight. What up, everybody? Back again with another dope artist. We told y'all we're going to be putting y'all on to people, people you might be sleeping on, people you might not have heard of, but you need to hear about because we got a lot of talent in the city and in the country in general, man. We're going around the world, through around the world, around the country. We brought you some dope Cleveland artists, but now we're taking it back to Ace Town, man. Now we're taking it back to local, where we're from, and we're going to introduce y'all if y'all ain't heard of this young man. He is a dope rapper, dope singer, just an all-around great artist. Has a new project out called A Happy Man, available on all streaming platforms. The man himself, Dende, joins us today. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, Dende, just want to get a wellness check, man. First off, you know, the, the past year been tough on everybody. Everybody's tackled it differently. We talked to some people and they like, it's been a pandemic for me. And we talked to some artists and they're like, man, it, it's, it's kind of been rough, actually. So uh, how's this past year been for you, man? How's it been creatively? How's it been? You know, how, how have you been managing and focusing and staying consistent with your art? Um, I mean, at the very beginning of like the pandemic, I wasn't doing a very good job of it. I kind of got really sad. Um, and that was a big issue just because like at that point, right before I was just doing shows like a lot around the city and stuff and. And then it would just went from that to zero and you couldn't work and you couldn't do anything. Um, so kind of I just got sad for a little while and then I just had to pivot. So ever since I like pivoted to the Internet and just pushing my stuff on the Internet a whole lot, I've actually been uh, a little bit more like uh, I've had more things to do with my time than before when it first started, like because <laughs> when you just go from not being able to, to not being able to do anything from doing something like at all times, it was kind of bad, but I'm good right now. Like I'm happy. I'm happy. I put out a project called a Happy Man. I'm happy. Guys. Yes. Did, did the pandemic affect the way you record? Or uh, I noticed um, I was looking at one of your YouTube videos, and uh, it said uh, recording and mix by you. So, do are you a at home recorder? Or yeah, this is how I literally record this mic right here on this arm i sit here like we're <laughs> sitting right now and i record my songs like this. <laughs> that kind of um, remind me of my old studio back in cleveland because i was i was the chief engineer in my studio pretty much my home studio so that that helped that helped out a lot so i'm sure that didn't affect anything as far as creating music because a lot of people you know studios being closed because they ain't know what was going on um yeah. I'm, I'm sure um they they ain't really know how to record or so but it ain't affect people like you i'm sure yeah so like before like right before the pandemic i was working at a at a studio called uh the baron collective shout out to baron um and so for my last project not the one i just put out the last one called me i recorded all of it like there and then i took it home and mixed it mm. um but for this one like i had to just pivot back to being at my apartment and recording so, yeah, it really didn't affect me that much in, like, being able to record because, like, I already know I've been recording myself since, like, 2013. So I already I was already good. But literally everything else besides that <laughs> <laughs> was hard. 
Now, I feel you, man. I think it's been hard on everybody, even the ones who don't want to admit it and look hard and say, you know, it, did, it didn't phase me none. Nah, it, it's been hard on all of us, man. But good, good to see you're in good spirits and, and making it through. Um, I also noticed uh, you're from Katy as well, man, which is my neck of the woods, too. That's where my family resides right now. Oh, for sure. And I actually, I grew up, I was born and raised on the southwest side of Houston, but I moved with my parents to Katy after high school. And I remember because I used to drive into Houston to go to work. I worked at Best Buy. And niggas always gave me shit about being from Katy, man. And I always <laughs> told them because I literally lived right next to Trade the Truth. Like Trade the Truth had a house right next to mine, to ours. So I always told them when they gave me shit, I told them, hey, I live next to Trade the Truth. So if you calling me pussy for living from, in Katy, you got to call that man, too. I know you ain't going to say that. <laughs> so... so I, I I was actually born in Austin, but I definitely grew up in Katy. I moved to Katy when I was like five. Um, I mean, people still try to give me stuff a bit from Katy, but I'd be like, bro, I'm putting on for Houston right now. So why you I wonder why I wonder why people do that, man. Like, uh, it's just a it's, it's just a it's a it's a different lifestyle type of thing, and people feel like if you're if you're doing a certain type of thing like which is rap or hip-hop in general and you come from the suburbs it's just like they're like you ain't go through what i went through and i'm just like i went through something different bro like yeah yeah <laughs> like it's just different we're in a day and age where you don't have to be a street nigga for real man you you don't At all, you whatsoever could, you could be the it's not could, like i'm making songs where i'm killing people so <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you could be a um like that's the one thing i like about music now about hip-hop now you could actually be a nerd it's it's cool to be a nerd. You ain't gotta hide it. You you can make music about it. I I got a homeboy. My name is Dende. <laughs> <laughs> <It's from Edward. laughs> I was gonna ask you about that next, but <laughs> wait, where did the name come from? It, it's from anime. It's from Dragon Ball Z. Okay. So now we're we gotta talk about that because uh, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan too, man. I grew up watching that show. Uh, why'd you choose Dende though? Why did, why did that character resonate with you? That's one of the. I feel like that's one of the most overlooked characters because he's like. He's not strong whatsoever, yeah. but I mean, after a certain point, he's the only reason the show can kind of still exist because he's the mm -hmm. reason the Dragon Balls are there. Um, he's a really important person, but he's not like the strongest one. He's not the one that everybody looks at as the really important one. But also he's a healer. And I feel like some of my music is very healing because like I, I talk about certain things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Um, and when you hear somebody going through something that you possibly have or are going through at the time, it can be a healing thing. So uh, I just kind of related with that. It's actually dope, man. I never even thought yeah. of that. I never thought of him being it because that, that does actually make sense. He is a healer in the show. I always mm -hmm. thought of him as, you know, the, the, little, the little Piccolo the Jr. Little running around. <laughs> no, nah, I, I like that. Too. He didn't volunteer. <laughs> he didn't volunteer to be the healer, man. They chose that man. <laughs> no, nah, I like I like that explanation, man. I like because your music is healing and soothing. So, no, nah, I, I actually I rock with that, man. That's dope. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. So how how'd you really get into music? How'd you get into recording, man? How when did you decide like this is what I'm gonna do? And, and who are your influences coming up? I know we live in Houston, so we all got the same type of people we listen to. But who are your influences, and how, how did you make the decision like okay, this is what I want to do as a career? Um. So when I first started making music, well, I was I started singing when I was like like eight, maybe. My dad was a pastor, so I sang in the church and stuff. 
Um, they made me be in band. They made me take piano lessons. So I was in band through middle school, high school, freshman year, college. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where like just the actual instruments and stuff and background is. But I started making my own music in high school, just like as a joke with my friends. We would make joke raps. My la- my rap name, which is actually I guess cancelable at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, my rap name at the time was Little Niglet. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the movie Tales from the Hood, but yes. um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go into that story. But my rap name was Lil Diglett. What did they um, say you look like him or something? Nah. Okay. So like in the in the movie, there was a, there was a whole like cut scene where like this racist ma- dude that was running for mayor like moved into a plantation home, and there was this like painting on the wall of like a older black lady and then a bunch of little black dolls all over the floor. And he was super racist, and the 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 painting like came to life to like torture him, and they just started disappearing off of the painting. And he had a shotgun in his hand in one of the scenes, and he just goes, "I'm gonna kill all you little nigglets." And I thought that <laughs> line was really funny, <laughs> so, so, that was, so that was my rap name for a little while. But it was all joke raps, and then like freshman year of college i actually started like caring and being like i actually could be good at this and that was along the lines of, that was around the time of like chance the rapper movement when it was mm-hmm. like individuality and independence so i was like oh word i'm about to start making music mm. okay okay and you mentioned chance but who are you, some of your other influences who are the people mm. you really look up to in the rap game and music game that you said not, mm. not necessarily you want to model your sound after but that you really were inspired by to start rapping and making music? Um, well, when I was younger, I really was just listening to like Michael Jackson, Luther Vandross, Janet Jackson, okay. it's like stuff like that. Um, uh, when I would go to my to my grandma's house, that was the only time I was really allowed to listen to other Oh, music. yeah, because you was so, a bastard, son. <laughs> yeah, so, I would okay. go to my grandma's house, and that's where my cousins live, and they live on the north side of a homestead. And we would just listen to rap. <laughs> we just listen to Houston rap. And we would print out the lyrics to songs and just learn the lyrics to these songs, bro. So, like, I also grew up, so I was just listening to, like, R&B and oldies and stuff. And then, like, on weekends, I would be listening to, to like, Houston rap and Chopped Screw music and stuff. Um, now, my biggest inspirations are kind of, like, uh, Saba, Smino. I still love John Legend. I'm not a big fan of his, like, song songs anymore, but mm-hmm. I love his voice. He's an amazing artist. Um Kanye production wise and just like putting stuff together wise uh, artists like that. That's really who I really like. I feel you. I, I hate how you have to qualify when we say Kanye. We have to say, well, the music <laughs> part of Kanye, you know, not. Like, I, <laughs> hey, I, and I love the free speech part of Kanye too. I don't agree with the things he says, but I, I, I agree with the free speech. I think you should be able to say whatever you want to. I really nah, do. I, I, Doc, I, I agree, man. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I, have I, to agree with what you're saying, but you have to be able to say whatever you want. <laughs> and my thing with Kanye, too, is that he's always been like this. People just didn't notice it because they were rocking with his music more. So that it, but he's always been a, a outspoken, say whatever the fuck you want to say type of dude. He went so, on TV and said, he really didn't care about black. Yes. People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, that, that should have been a calling card right there to know what type of guy he is. <laughs> come on, man. He likes to say stuff. He wants to say what he wants to say. <laughs> Shoot. So, 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 what else you got coming up, man? Are you shooting more videos for your album, or if first, first off, is it officially an album or an EP? Because I know people act they 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 qualify as different things now, so we call it I projects know, just to be safe. I know, um, 
Yeah, I definitely be calling stuff projects. But I know um I think technically it's supposed to be under 30 minutes is an EP or something like yeah. that. But a lot of people just call they stuff projects or EPs and mixtapes because they don't want to call it an album. I think mine isn't long enough to technically be an album, but it is a album in my eyes. I think it's good enough to stand up against other albums. That'll come out this year on the code. Um, but <laughs> I uh I'm definitely working on more videos. I'm about to go to LA on Monday to go to this session thing. And we're also gonna uh, work on some more visuals. Um, I have a show at Miller Outdoor Theater on July 29th. I think it's a Thursday. So that's happening. Uh, that's also free, but you can start getting like actual seated tickets on their website in a couple, like a week or two. Um, I have a show next Saturday on the 17th. Okay. Uh, I don't know when this comes out, but <laughs> but <laughs> oh, it'll, be, it'll be out this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Well, I have a show on the seventeenth. Um. Yeah. I'm really just working on getting as much content as possible. Uh, working on features and and like collaborations with people that I really want to make music with, and then just keeping it pushing and seeing what I'm gonna do. Okay. Right. So so I uh, I was kind of snooping through your IG and all that, just you know just. Seeing what type of, uh, type of guy you are, and I ran across one Bobby, Bobby Fino, and um, he was he was actually on the podcast too. We had him on, and uh, what uh, do y'all are y'all cool? Do y'all have some type of relationship? And uh, his music kind of reflects yours. It seems like y'all kind of got the same genre, if if that makes sense. But uh, yeah, I, uh, did you did you ever meet him or do any music with him? Yeah, so. Um he had a song that he wanted me on like it was over a year and a half it was my first project on the cool he mm. wanted me on a song and that song never came out mm. and then recently i just got him on one of my songs so y'all should expect that pretty soon but yeah he's a really cool dude um i didn't really care about football i know he's football. Oh, oh, yeah, i knew yeah. who he was <laughs> like i knew who he was because of football but like i don't watch football so i ain't give a shit i just listened to his music and i was like oh this is dope he <laughs> and then he wanted to work with me so i was like bet he probably was like, cool with that because I, I'm, he probably don't give a fuck about football now so he, <laughs> it, he probably cool so. yeah so it's probably a good feeling to run to somebody that don't really care for football and just want to you know <laughs> do music a hundred percent. Yeah. Like my cousin, I told my cousin that I, I had met him and we were working on stuff and he was just like, what the fuck? You got to be here. I was like, yeah, but I don't, that doesn't matter. Like I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I just like that. He's good at music. Um, yep. but yeah, he's really cool people. Uh, I'll send him stuff sometimes. Uh, but recently, yeah, I just got a, a song with him. So I'm working on trying to finish that one. And then we can just expect a single from that. Okay. Okay. Looking forward to it, man. Uh, Bobby Pino, of course, dropped a project as well. Um, recently, so y'all checked. We already told y'all we reviewed it and broke it down. So y'all make sure y'all check it out if y'all haven't. It's qualified. We we have a rate. We had we had we had filling in on the lore with this <laughs> podcast. So okay, we had a uh, Jay Prince on as a guest before, and mm -hmm. and we got some sound bites from him. And now he said we're qualified to be in Mob Ties as a little crew. So now we say whether albums are qualified or. Pig pen status because he likes to say pig pen stats a lot too. <laughs> so your project, a happy man, is qualified. So just just so <laughs> you Word, know, I was about does. to ask. I was about to <laughs> qualified. Hey, if it's not qualified, don't tell it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it, no. it's I'll definitely right qualified. Here. Yeah, it's really I'll try it's, right here, right now. Yeah, no, it's really a good. I, I'm not just saying that because you on here. 
it, to me it's really a, it's a really good project our um our girl Jasmine she likes the project too she heard it on the oh, way right. here and um yeah man the one song that stood out to me was um a happy man's demon uh what made you make a song like that because you was pretty much saying how uh, it's it kind of remind me of uh, just uh, hating ass people i guess who uh, whatever you got going on they just hating on it pretty much mm-hmm. so what was your inspiration behind that song so when I, before i even like started actually making music i was doing writing poems and stuff and that was how i would like get my thoughts out cuz i didn't really talk to people about stuff that was going on i didn't feel comfortable talking to anybody so i would write poems so for this song i literally wrote a poem for the first half and then i just kind of went from there i was like i kind of want to get both sides of this um kind of situation so when you're saying that there's that hating ass person that's always hating on everything you're doing every time they see something good happen. They got to point out something that's like not so great about you or your situation. And in my situation, that hating ass person isn't external. It's like literally inside of my head because one of my biggest struggles has been getting over myself. And if you follow me on like social media and stuff, you would think that I'm just like this super happy guy because I love making jokes. That's literally my whole Twitter is just jokes. My story on Instagram is usually just like music and then random memes and jokes and stuff like because I like to be funny. I like to have fun. But then like in the back of my head is just this person that's just like, yeah, but also. Such and such. So um, it was really just motivated by me wanting to like portray that feeling because a lot of people don't check on that strong friend, that person that's always just upbeat, Mm -hmm. that one that's always like, yo, let's get it. Well, how are we doing today? Like up at 6 a.m. Gucci. Um, so I wanted to show that like, yeah, I am a happy man, but like to be a happy man, you also sometimes have to deal with stuff like this. So, um, that's really what the inspiration behind that song was. Yeah. It's crazy. I was thinking that same thing because, you know, it's a lot of people that walk around are super happy, but we never ask them how, how they're doing. We never say, Hey, you good, man. You need something. You okay. It's just, they, they're always the life of the party. They're always the positive ones. So. So um yeah that uh that song was kind of deep. That song kind of hit me a little bit. I'm like, "Damn." Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. It was a dope song, man. And I only bring this up now because I know you're in the anime too, but I, it's reminds me of a game I just played. It's actually like a visual novel. It's called Doki Doki Literature Club. And there's a character that I don't know if you ever heard. It just came out on Switch and PS4 and all that. But it's like mm-hmm. a visual novel. And there's a character in that that's just like what you said. Somebody who's extremely happy-go-lucky and you find out they they really going through some deep shit. It's a good game if you enter that type of shit. So check that out if you get a chance, man. That was definitely a, oh, word. a cool thing. I'm going to ask thing. you about it after we... After yeah, we... for sure, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I could say, right say a lot about it, but <laughs> uh, don't want to derail the interview, man. We got to keep it hip-hop. We got to keep it, no. you know... No, I was I was you talk about right now. I was saying I'll ask you what it's called because I'm gonna forget what it's called. Oh, okay, <laughs> Doki Doki Literature Club for anybody wants to know. Doki Doki Literature Club, um, for anime niggas only, man. Don't come to me saying what the fuck is this crazy shit? These high school uh, girls acting crazy. Don't come to man, me if you check uh, this. Yeah, thing I, out. I, I, I you know I will. I'm like man. The last thing last thing I watched that you told me that uh, I think you told me you was watching something. I'm like, let me check it out. I ain't know what the fuck I was watching, man. I, 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 I told you watch Altered Carbon. 
Yes, that's I the show. I think that was what you were, yeah. <laughs> that's the show. I'm like, man, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not asking him anything else. <laughs> so, you're the, so you're the anime person? I'm the anime dude, man. Like, I grew up, I, I, so I, I have no qualms about it. I used to be insecure about it. I'm a full-on nerd, dog. I play anime and I, I watch anime and play video games. That's what I do even as I get older. So it is what it is, bro. I've come to terms with it now. The closest (laughs) I am to uh, anime is probably... Marvel shit. I I I like the actual Marvel movies. Oh, damn. That's probably the closest. I do too. (laughs) But no, anime. I fucking love anime. Mostly what I watch is just anime stuff. (laughs) Did you watch the Demon Slayer movie? Yes, I did. I was just about to say that me and my friends went to the movies. At, we went to Katie Mills Mall specifically. Oh, shit. We knew nobody was going to be there. And we went oh, and we had the theater to ourselves and watched that movie. <laughs> it was, it made me so happy. <laughs> that movie is fire, man. That movie is fire. Did you watch it subtitled or dubbed? Subtitled, of course. Yeah. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about, man. Well, yes. Right. No, there's only, yes. there's, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on the dub people because there's, 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 there's shows I'll watch dub because like sometimes the voices don't suck. Like Naruto, you can watch Naruto dub, but like Dragon Ball Z, you can't watch that dub. That sounds, yeah. sounds stupid. <laughs> they change the music, everything. I'm talking to this girl. She's in the anime too, but I don't like that she likes the shit dubbed. I don't like that's a deal breaker almost, man. Like you better watch <laughs> that shit in the original language, so, like it was intended. So, so let me ask you because I, I mean, obviously I'm not an anime guy, but is Dragon Ball <laughs> Z um, was that? originally in a different language the actual show yeah it's japanese okay yeah okay i never knew that all those shows are in japanese yes okay i never realized that you can usually tell too like the american cartoons like powerpuff girls and dexter's laboratory the animation style is way different from shit like naruto and dragon ball z so Mm. yeah you can definitely tell but yeah, good. Good to finally get this out in the podcast, man. Even though I know some people <laughs> Yo, are like, "What are these niggas hey. talking about?" <laughs> hey, I love anime. I can talk about anime all day, bro. I, I, I could too, man. Honestly, up. I could too. I could too. But you know, we, it's a hip hop podcast. So I'm gonna try to keep it hip hop for now, man. Um, hey, we got Kid Boo. We got. There's a lot of there's a lot of rappers <laughs> named after anime people now. <laughs> yep, yep. Shit, yeah, fucking Lil man. Uzi Vert, one of the biggest rappers, said, "Yu Gi Oh, Yu Gi Oh, you want to duel?" Blue eyes, white dragon. No, I cannot lose. Come on, man. Like they all nerds out here, even if they don't want to admit it. All of them. Is, do you feel like Meg Meg the Stallion is a real anime person, or is she kind of faking the funk? No, I think she is. Really, I okay. think she likes it. I think she likes it a lot. Okay. I, really I, I think do. she is I mean, too. I think she's tapping into it more because she knows it'll make her more money. Because like the weebs love stuff like that. <laughs> but I think she like. I think she likes it. Bro. <laughs> Okay. I think you could tell she's legit because she's posting the obscure stuff on her Instagram that not everybody. It'll be one thing as she was talking about the shit everybody knows, like Naruto and Dragon Ball. She's posting mm-hmm. pictures of like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, man. Yeah, that, that's yeah. some shit you really got to be in the anime to know shit. about. It's kind of underground, she, man. Okay. It's kind of like it's kind of underground ish. So, <laughs> did you play Jump Force? I heard that game was trash, man. I heard it, it was, was bad. bad. So I didn't it was bad as a game, but as like cutscenes, because like basically it wasn't you actually fighting. It was just like you press a button, you press the certain amount of mountain buttons, and it'll do like a cut a cutscene for you. The cutscenes were amazing, yeah. but the game as a like fighting game it sucked. So like just watching yeah. those people's cutscenes, like they had a couple JoJo characters in there, just watching their like moves was cool, but the game kind of sucked. 
Yeah, I heard it was. I heard it was. But it goes on for sale for super cheap now too. That's how you know a game is trash. Game it's like five dollars now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> game kind of sucks. But the I will say the cutscenes was dope, but a bad game. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I agree. I'm I'm playing Guilty Gear now for my anime fighter needs. Man, that shit's fire. So, uh, but back 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 to hip hop. Now wait, I keep saying wait, it. Hold back on, to- hold on. This is kind of. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I'm do, sorry. Uh, so, um, do you um, do you would you make a, uh, a anime type of rap or something like that? Because the reason I ask that because I actually have a homeboy in Cleveland. His he go by the name of Crazy Crazy Eight. I want to say he go by Crazy Eight, but uh, he make he be making like Dragon Ball Z raps, and he got like a big fan base, man. So I, I um, wonder, would you ever? St- I know your music a little more soulful. But would you ever step in that lane of uh, rapping about um, anime? So when I lived in Denton, Texas, when I, it was like 2015 or 16 or so, I was literally, I put out a a, a, a EP called a Manga Mixtape or something like that. Manga EP or something like that. And I just sampled like intro songs from <laughs> from different anime <laughs> and then rapped about anime it was not good but but i have done it i wouldn't do it again but people do want to hear that i see it on tiktok all the time mm-hmm. people want to hear it it's dope i think it's dope especially hearing like rappers talk about something something that's not just like a regular song it's just like we're talking about stuff that you like <laughs> like yeah it's cool. yeah and um like shout out to my dude uh i think his name is crazy eight but um yeah, I I kind of respect like I you know I'm like I said I'm not an anime guy but I kind of respect it because he was doing this shit since like '08. <laughs> so he, he would perform. He he used to have to uh, he used to have like a cape and all this sh- all this <laughs> other shit. So a lot of people used to clown him, but um, but now it's kind of more of a a, a thing. It, it seems like it's kind of his own genre in hip hop. That's dope. Look, there's a lane for everybody. That's dope. I respect it. I would I step into it. Probably not. I already <laughs> did. It wasn't good. <laughs> um, I, I got respect for it, though. I feel like there's there's a lane for everybody, and everybody got to do it. That's true. But honestly, there, there are certain fan bases you want to limit, too, man. Like, I love anime. There's a lot of cool niggas who love anime, too. There's a lot of weird people who like anime, too, man. I don't know if everybody oh, wants that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you're, you're doing a lot better keeping the hip-hop, R&B, soul crowd around you rather than the uh anime fan base purely <laughs> alone because they will they yeah. will creep you out with some of the shit they be on man so yeah. and this, his name is crazy eight the great by the way crazy Word. eight the great so check them out Words. <laughs> all right all right so uh getting back to the hip-hop man i keep saying we're gonna get back to the hip-hop but uh one thing we do ask all the artists who who are from the houston area is what what they think about the climate in the city, man? Because we've had some people on, and, and they talk about you know how they feel like they got to move out of the city to make moves because there's too many people. Like it's a dog eat dog world in Houston music now. They feel, you know, everybody's shitting on each other. DJs ain't playing their records. Um, there's too much hating to collaborate. People people just don't fuck with each other for whatever reason. And they feel like they got to go to a place like Atlanta or L.A. to to collaborate and and get on with people. Do you feel that applies to you as well? Or do you think uh, you're in a different lane where the collaboration is actually encouraged? I don't feel like it's like that. But 
that's my experience though. Like maybe somebody is experiencing that and I have all the respect to them. If they feel like that's happening to them, then we need to change that on the cool. But the experience that I've been having recently, I mean, when I first started, nobody wanted to fuck with me. Nobody wanted to put me on shows. Nobody wanted to make songs with me, but that was then. Now I'm kind of just like everybody, <laughs> like we all kind of fuck with each other. Everybody I've ever met making music, even if I didn't make a song with them, I tried to support. Like we, I feel like we have like a really good core of like underground artists coming up right now, like Lily Aviana and Don't Ask Jen and what like Nico Crow and Uncle Tino. And I don't, I feel like you don't need to leave. People do leave and they get notoriety and that's cool. But I really don't think you have to leave. The internet is huge, man. Like I had a I had a pretty decent following in Houston before the pandemic. And like I said, it was a bad it was a bad time. But like once I transitioned to the internet, I got way bigger of a following. And a lot of people are from Houston. And they support now. Like it's just pivoting and, and, and figuring out how to use your avenues a little bit better. If somebody is experiencing that though, they just need to not be around those types of people on the coup if there's people that are like trying to gatekeep and not let you do stuff to yeah. go around it because i went to clark atlanta university and i dropped out because i don't fuck with school but they're uh, <laughs> they're, uh, they're um their their school motto is make uh find a way to make one and i took that with me when i came back here they didn't want to put me on the shows i made my own they didn't want to make beats for me i made my own so make it happen it's not impossible we can make it happen now that, that's a good approach, man. Honestly, I, I'm not going to say it's easier than ever, but I think it's easier to do it all by yourself or at least mm-hmm. put yourself on a little bit and get yourself a little bit of a following now than it was ever before. You know, you have a home studio, make your own beats, record your own shit. So, yeah, yeah. that's, that's you, a good approach to have. I, I think the best part about it is uh, as far as like the Internet. You can literally, uh, like, I ain't saying you got to lie, but you can literally make it like you're popping, like, all these people, like, you doing your thing, and people will believe that shit. <laughs> and I, for, for that simple fact, people will I be like. I believe that, too. Yeah, so for that simple fact, people will think you're doing something and want to work with you because they say, oh, shit, uh, Bob, you working with Bobby Fino. Oh, shit, I got to work with him, man. And we so, we all look at shit like that and say, oh, they doing their thing. Let's support this dude. Well, I feel like it's also a lot of staying on the Internet all day because <laughs> I would be on the Internet posting my songs literally under everybody's stuff. <laughs> and that's how I got it. That's how I started working with other people just around the United States. Like Chris Patrick, I made a song with him. I made a couple songs with him, but that was because of the internet. Like artists mm-hmm. like Asar and most of the people on my project is because of the internet. Like mm-hmm. literally, like just reaching out to people. If you're if you don't have an open mind and you don't ask people for stuff, then they're not gonna give it to you. They're not gonna yeah. do it. Yeah, I that, feel like yeah. You just kind of have to make it happen. I know it's harder for others than than definitely for me because like a lot of people don't know how to mix their own stuff. A lot of people don't know how to record their own stuff. A lot of people don't know how to try to throw their own shows. But I mean, if there's a will, there's a way on the cool. So yeah, I think I think artists in 2021. I always say that I feel like a a, a rapper should be able to record them, record their their own self, and you know at least mix the song a little bit. I'm not saying they got to be a master mixer, mixer or anything. But I think in hip hop, I think you uh, you know back in the day you supposed to know how to DJ and you mm-hmm. know the, you know the old elements of hip hop. 
I feel like now, man, I, I feel like every rapper should know how to record themselves and make a song on their own. I do too. But I mean, some people don't have the resources and that's cool. But on the on the thing you said about like uh, DJs not playing their stuff, my advice with that would be because I don't I feel like DJs don't play my stuff still, too. But like I don't make club songs, first of all. And then <laughs> second of all, um, I mean, if you create a demand, they're going to have to play it. You get enough people to want your music and to, to ask them to play it, then they'll play it like they kind of get forced to. I would just say that just just create a demand because what I did was create a demand. I just made a bunch of people want to listen to my music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was out there doing shows in the street. I went outside. Of, I went outside the Breakfast Club one time with a speaker in my guitar and just sang. <laughs> <people online. laughs> mm, damn. So, <laughs> like, did, did you, like, yeah. Did you drive up there or how did you do that? I drove up there and I parked in the parking lot and I went up there with my guitar and oh, a speaker. Okay. Okay, I got you. I got you. I no, know. no, no. Oh, not the Breakfast Club in yeah, New York. I don't, yeah, that's talking about the Breakfast Club in Houston. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because no, I remember because I used to listen to the show and um somebody from Houston, I, I still don't know who he is, but he used to always call up there rapping. And they used to always boot him off the phone and all this other shit. But <laughs> one day he actually drove up there, which is like, I forgot how many out, maybe 30 hours or something. I don't know. But he actually drove it's up probably there. probably close to that. He, he, <laughs> he actually drove up there and they actually let him in and let him rap. And he was, oh, actually, nah. he was actually talented. <laughs> but I you, ain't do all that. Yeah, but <laughs> you know on the radio station, uh, when you calling in, they, don't want, they ain't trying to hear nobody rap. <laughs> like, oh, at all. How good you are. At all. <laughs> You know Charlemagne shitted on him too, man. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Because- <laughs> I can't wait to have an interview with Charlemagne because I, I feel like he would try to make me uncomfortable, but I don't think he can. Cause- just don't, just don't <laughs> rap for him, man. I don't know if you saw that Lakeith Stanfield <laughs> interview oh, where yeah. Lakeith rapped for him, and he was like, "Oh, that shit was garbage." <laughs> and Lakeith would, got so mad. Yeah. I would rap for him. Really it would be funny. I would rap seriously, <laughs> but I rap for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he kind of uh, nah. rubbed people the wrong way when it comes to raps. Machine Gun Kelly, he, he oh, pretty yeah. much said I he mean, was trash. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. He's not a rapper. Who cares? Like Charlamagne's yeah. not a rapper. Why you care yeah. about his opinion on your raps? <laughs> like, yeah. what does it matter? No, nah, but I ain't drive up to that Breakfast Club. I met the one in Houston. I was talking about Houston people. <laughs> I was saying you yeah, create yeah. the demand. They gonna they gonna want to listen to you, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's harder for others than than some. But like. Yeah. yeah. Also, too, I want to add. It's pro. It, uh, I think people got to break the pride too. I was a prideful guy as a rapper too. I, you know, certain people, I'm like, oh, I'm not talking to him or I'm not asking him anything. And I think if more rappers break that pride and say, hey, I'm a fan of your music. I like what you do. Can we do something together? Type thing. And uh, I feel like that would help out a lot too. A hundred percent. I ask. <laughs> I I ask. I feel like that's one thing that yeah. separates me from people is I ask. Yeah. Cause I was always told to close mouth, don't get fed, bro. Like for real, and it really it's true. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally will ask. I I remember I asked I asked Bobby Fino for a feature when he was trying to get me on his song, which was like maybe two and a half years ago, and he was like, I don't do features right now, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and now he's on one of my songs. <laughs> so like, <laughs> see, see me, I would have held a grudge. I was like, man, like, I don't know. care. Like, what does it matter? It's, yeah, it's, it's all business. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't ready for the feature. Yeah, that, that's that's a good way to look at it, man. And it, I wasn't it, ready for it. it. It all worked out because you know at that time it, the, the the song probably wouldn't have been right or the vibe probably wouldn't have been right. But now it's the perfect time for it. Right. 
it's just and, yeah it is i think it's a pride thing once you get over your pride you can get you can get a lot of stuff done on a coup you gotta you gotta not take stuff personally and just yeah. move on yeah it's a hard thing to get over man i, I still struggle with that a lot like i, I still <laughs> yeah. yeah it's tough it's tough to to humble yourself sometimes man and really admit but i did i did see uh um you 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 opened for bun b in the past on that note um fat tony was on this show as well and he told a cool story about how he was just in Jamaica, I think, recording his latest project. And Bum B just happened to be there at, I think, his friend's wedding or something or his wife's friend's wedding or something like that. And so they just happened to see each other or meet up. And he ended up getting Bum B on a feature, which oh, was crazy. crazy because he wasn't even there to record or anything. But he just asked and Bum B made a long drive. Like they, they really made it work somehow. So. Uh, how'd you meet up with Bumby? How'd you link up with him? And how'd you end up eventually opening for him at his show? The first time I met Bumby was at that show. I didn't get booked by him. I didn't get booked by his team. I got booked by, it was during, uh, it was during still lockdown. So it was the first drive-in concert slash voting in in Houston or in Texas, I guess, I think ever. Um, And it was at NRG and it was me and then the Suffers and then Bumby. And they booked me like literally three days before. Oh, damn. I guess somebody dropped out or something and they were just like, hey, can you do this? And I was like, of course I can do this. (laughs) So I went up there and performed and it was dope. And then obviously they didn't do research before they booked me because I went up there and I had I have a very political stance sometimes. And I Mm. went up there and talked bad about our uh, former chief of police. Because I was me (laughs) in front of National Geographic and all the news stations. Oh, shit. (laughs) Hey, that's they so, But um, but yeah, I didn't. Though, that was the first time I met him. Like after I performed, I went and like he was still in the he was in the same tent as me, but he was like behind divider. So I walked over there, and I was like, "Hey, I just want to introduce myself to you. Uh, I listened to you when I was growing up. My name's Dende. Nice to meet you." And he was like, "Yo, yeah, Cam, Cam, uh, the singer from The Suffers. He was like, Cam told me about you, and uh, she had nothing but great things to say. And I was like, "That's what's up." And then. I was just like, all right, this conversation is getting awkward now. So I was like, all right, uh, I'm going to go back over there. <laughs> and then I was like, I love you. And then I was like, oh, damn, I just told this man I love him. And then I was playing with my I was playing with my bracelet. I had a bracelet. It was like $2, $3 bracelet. It had like beads on it. And I was playing with it, and it broke. And the bees just fell all over the ground. And I was like, damn. I just told Bumby I love him. And then my cheap-ass bracelet broke. <laughs> and then I just walked away. <laughs> so uh, that was my one and only time me to Bumby. Um, my bad. <laughs> now, now I feel shitty because I set you up for an inspirational story about how Bumby nah, just found you. Now, it's <laughs> it's funny really because we all, we all been through that at one point. Look, It's I, humbling. Yeah, we meet people and then it's like, all right, man, nice to meet you. And you kind of standing there awkwardly and it felt like you kind of interrupted them what they was doing. Yeah, like, I was like, right, uh, bro, I, I don't want to seem away? like a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to say hey. And then nah, I, just, nah, and I, I know, I know for a fact he does not remember that even happening. But it's in my brain. Like the next time yeah. I meet him, he's not gonna know that happened at all. But it's in yeah. my brain, and I'm just like, damn, I really just told this man yeah. I love him, and it broke my cheap ass bracelet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, I, I, I guarantee in the future, once y'all in the studio together making a song, y'all probably be laughing about this. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, I didn't know that happened. Yeah, that's the one thing about Bun, though, man. Like, he he's always going to be cool no matter what. Like, yeah. as long as he don't disrespect, he always going to be. Like, he fucks with a lot of different people. So, yeah, mm-hmm. nah, I'm sure it, it didn't even phase him, man. Just don't run up in his house because he will attack you. 
<laughs> Deservedly so. There's some thugs out there in KD, right? There are okay. some. Dog. Nick, okay. Nick. Katie, Katie's different now, man. Katie's different right. now, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know, feel, man. And see, I, I feel that's why I never disrespect somebody from the suburbs, man, because I feel like people from the suburbs have more to prove than <laughs> like an actual hood nigga. So now they, they they will fucking murk your ass just be just to prove a point to say hey I know I'm from K- I, hey I I I know I'm from Katie but I will, I will fucking kill you dog so I'm I, not killing nothing yeah so, <laughs> so I don't disrespect uh, point being don't disrespect nobody <laughs> oh of course I would never I would I try not to. <laughs> There, there, there's thuggery in Katie, man. People, people oh, don't know. Man. There's thuggery in Katie, dog. It's everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, so, man. so, uh, Dende, we don't want to keep you too long, man. But is there anything else you got coming up? Anything you want to promote? Anything? Uh, you said you got a couple shows coming up as well. Anything? Uh, people want to you want to put people on, make them aware of uh, your social media accounts, all that stuff. Yeah, um, like I said earlier, I have a show on the seventeenth. Uh, and a show on the 29th at Miller Outdoor Theater. If you want to find those, you can just follow me on Instagram at I am Dende. If you want to have more fun, you can follow me on Twitter at Dende is me. Uh, if you don't want to remember either one of those, you, you can just go to my website, <laughs> I'm Dende.com. You can get everything. You can get my music. You can see some pictures. If you want to look at me, I know I'm kind of ugly, but hey, <laughs> I take the pictures sometimes, man. Um, hey, man, you can. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's about it. I mean, y'all want to see me say stupid stuff all day on Twitter? Definitely follow me there. Okay, for sure, man. I'm gonna follow you after we get off this shit, dog. Uh, a good discussion. Good to have somebody who has some of my interests on too, man. So I can get some. Might have to do a full nerd. episode of some anime, man. Dog, I, I, don't, I don't know if the world's ready for that, man. Because I could go deep. I could go deep on it. I've been watching that shit for 20 years, dog. Man, I would sit back with popcorn, just listen to y'all <laughs> <laughs> and take notes. Maybe one day. I don't know if the world's ready for it, man. One day, maybe. <laughs> so uh yeah y'all check out that new project uh in all seriousness it's a dope project man it's called uh the happy man and it's on all social media platforms right now y'all check it out um and and yeah like we said it's quite it's mob ties qualified officially follow him at qualified. i am dende uh check out his music if you see him at a show he puts on a good show we've seen clips of him doing this live thing he'll be there with the guitar and everything it's gonna be a dope show so make sure y'all check him out and yeah we really appreciate you making time for us bro we really appreciate you jumping on uh and, and hope the rest of the uh year is prosperous for you brother thank you i really appreciate you um is there anything else we need jasmine's take on what else happened oh yeah i want to talk about chris brown What's going on? You you did hint that you are falling out of love with your with your uh, number one, Chris Brown, Breezy himself. Of course, everybody knows that there was allegations of him slapping a woman in his house, smacking her a wig woman off. so hard her extensions came out. And of course, Chris Brown, who looks very very rough. I think last time we saw him was at the Drake. No, that uh, is not the last time we saw him. You gotta yes, bring it, it up was. anyway. At the Drake, <laughs> yeah. At the Drake, uh, I think he had a party for 
his uh, Decade of the Year award, and Drake, uh, uh, Chris Brown was out there, and he looked crazy. I shared the picture in the group I chat. I know, but I'm, he I'm terrible. We're not gonna. That man has been out and about since then, and he's looked fine. There have been has plenty of really? award shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just want to. Point him down and bring him down in his words because that picture was hey, bad. See, here we go. Here we go. The yeah. excuses. Let's go down the line. Hey, Rihanna hit him first. Hey, all of us make mistakes. I'm hey, not doing who this hasn't done drugs once in a while? Hey, who cares if he threw a chair at Men TV for no reason? Hey, three girls beat. Hey, you know, who knows? What were they doing? Let's know and see what the women were doing first. Let's go down the line of excuses for Chris Brown. Because, by the way, Chris Brown won a BET award. He won I don't know if it was BET t- yes. He won the BET award for I think best. We talked about this last podcast. Mm. I think it was best R and B artist or some shit like that. Uh-huh. And they didn't even it announce crazy. it on TV. I don't think they did because I didn't yeah. hear anybody I, react. I, to I watched it, it all when they uh, and I, they didn't announce it. Yeah, which was would have been super wild because it was more of a women's thing for the BET yep. awards. Yeah, they was honoring a whole bunch of women. I need that's I probably think, why I they didn't say, announce. I want to say like two dudes won the award that whole night. It the, was mainly like a ladies uh, empowerment, independent type mm, thing. Yeah, they didn't want the controversy. Yeah, the, they yeah. didn't want the. Why the hell they would they give them an award then? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like maybe it was too late to take it back. Who else was in the? <laughs> the, time the who else was uh, nominated? It may have been due to the nom- nominees in the category. Like, no, let me look it up. Why, yeah, who man. else would you give it to over Chris Brown it, for R and B? Shit, it could have been goddamn anybody. <laughs> it could have been. Let's see. Now I got to look this up. <laughs> just to... Anybody else? Okay, Chris Brown won Best Male R and B Slash Pop Artist. The nominees were Black or Six Lack. Mm-hmm. Anderson Pack, Giveon, who won Best New Artist, I think. Mm-hmm. Tank and The Weeknd. Tank. Tank. No. Tank. What did Tank drop? Or oh, whatever. And <laughs> The Weeknd. So, of uh, people who are relevant now. It should have been Giveon. It should have been Giveon or The Weeknd or Anderson Pack. Black, Gi- I don't know. Yeah. Givion, I like Black, but I don't know. Giveon or that. Anderson Pack. Nah. Because those are, uh, those are the hot commodities right now. Nah, I still should have went to Chris Brown. <laughs> Based off of what he dropped this year, yeah, this past couple years. What did Honestly, he, drop? uh, what, he what dropped he a done? whole tape with Young Thug, which was fire, by the way. Um, okay, uh, he's been on hella singles. Chris Brown has not stopped working since he came out. We're not gonna do this. <laughs> but my <laughs> question was that worth the controversy though? What, what, I, there was I, no controversy. That's yeah, the thing. I, I nobody that, even mentioned it. But for them to not even televise it, I think so. I would have just, I would have just gave it to Giveon, and but, he would have just. I don't even know if he was there, but I rather would. I would have just did that. I know Chris Brown got the BT award. He got hell of BT awards. Yeah, but, so why give it to him now? Be, and well, not I mean, even he's always it. he's all. He's always won that category, if I'm not I, mistaken. I know that, but they didn't even televise it. I just felt like at that moment, in that sensitivity, it wasn't even worth even letting him win. Because ah. it wasn't like he never won anything. Oh, like... So I just felt like with that whole theme of the BET Awards... Yeah, like why? Better, yeah. That's what, it, I, I, that's what I guess I'm saying. That's why they didn't, because that was the theme of the BET Awards. And knowing Chris Brown, like, they just didn't even want people to start 
downplaying how amazing the show was based on Chris Brown. So that's why I'm saying I, I think we saying the same thing. I don't know, yeah, but that's why no, I, I think that's why yeah, they didn't I'm, do I'm pretty, it. And I'm pretty much saying I don't. I don't but you're saying like they should let somebody yeah, else go. I, up there. Yeah, I don't think he like I, I love the Young Thug album too, mm-hmm. but I don't think he had that crazy of a year where it's like, damn, we can't if we don't give it to him, it's gonna be blatant obvious. Yeah. This ain't like damn, little baby got snubbed for Meg type thing. It, I don't think it would have been an argument. I think so. I think, I think Giveon, I think people would have been like, all right, I understand that because he hot right now. I don't. Because he, yeah, he got one album. He got one project. And this is best new. And he's not pop either. I, if anybody, The Weeknd, Anderson Pack hasn't put out enough music this year. Um, Yeah, no. It, 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 if anybody, it would have been The Weeknd, but then they would have got controversy behind that because The Weeknd is not ours anymore. So... I think the more controversy, I think the controversy would have been more of what did he drop? Because what did he drop lately? The weekend? Yeah. He, he just it, keep it dropping old shit, like, and yeah, deluxe in it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think the smart route would have, I mean, I guess it don't matter because ain't nobody really talking about it mm-hmm. because they ain't televised it, but. But just, that's wild. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like if they just went all that way to not televise it. It's better off giving it to somebody else and televising it. <laughs> but they do do that often, though. Not every award gets televised. So it may have just but that's been a, that, that's that, a big, that. That's a big award, though. That's it wasn't true. like a tempor- uh, 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 best producer of yeah. a, a folk album or something. <laughs> that's like, true. This is best male artist or best male pop R&B artist. My question is, why is Chris Brown not only not canceled, but still pushed in the mainstream like he is with all these these incidents running around? He was on hers debut album. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big. This is one of the biggest R&B acts out right now. And he was on her album. He yeah. was on the uh, what's her name? LMA album as well. Yeah. Like he's uh, he's still getting this mainstream push despite the fact that he has multiple incidents of domestic violence. These are allegations other than Rihanna. Hmm. Oh, okay. So you need pictures to prove. <laughs> no, we don't. I'm so not, you're don't, not going to do that to me. No, we don't believe women no, no more. You're not doing yeah, that to me. I'm not letting you do that no. to me. That is not what I said at all. That is not what I said. Uh, as long as it's somebody famous, then it counts. But if it's somebody, nah. a regular nah. civilian, uh, not even. Sign with Breezy. I'm not even. Nah. I'm not even saying that. Ha, 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 has Chris Brown earned the uh, the benefit of the doubt with you, Jasmine? Really? Um. The thing is. Go ahead. I want to hear this. The thing is, <laughs> they canceled Chris Brown before cancel culture. So That's you true. can't keep canceling someone that you already canceled. So Why not? it it just doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? Like it's it's you're If you keep doing things that are worthy of cancellation, but why not That's what I'm saying. I, what I'm saying is though, Chris Brown did a number of things before cancel culture. Mhm. Cancel culture just got hot what in the next the last like year and a half like Chris Brown been canceled, so it's it's really it's kind of irrelevant. A lot of people don't even discuss him now to this day because they canceled him a long time ago. That's so, not true. No, that is absolutely true. People, I literally people that used to work with me 
would not want to talk about Chris Brown due to, you know, his past his past history. But I think the thing that keeps him so relevant into these like mainstream artists is y'all, yes, his behavior is something, but that man is talented. That man makes good, like, that man makes bomb music, and you know he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know R- he does. R- Kelly and is, he, I mean, Chris Brown is Chris talented. Brown, like, no, if Chris Brown, absolutely. You know if Chris Brown, it wasn't, I'm not, I can't stand both of y'all, first of all. Anyways, Chris Brown is fucking talented, and y'all know, and that, and they're not, it's not just what you think, he's like, let me put, put me on the track, put me on the track. No, these people know Chris Brown is gonna sell music, too, because Chris Brown, it has has a big fan base. Chris mm-hmm. Brown can make music. Why are these major artists, re- why are they reaching out to him then? If it's such a big deal about, you know, these allegations, yeah. why are they reaching out to him? Because we he's going to sell money. See, yeah. Because he's going to sell you, money. I mean, Chris Brown is going to sell. Yes. I'm not doing this with y'all. Look. Bill I'm not Cosby doing this with funny. y'all. Those are okay. two. two uh-uh. Bill Cos- the Cosby show was hilarious. I'm <laughs> not doing uh, this uh, with but, y'all. No, but for real though, I felt like at some point he will eventually get canceled. Yeah, but he's it's, old and nobody cares I, about Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I think once the music starts sucking, where it's like, what the fuck is this? He lost it. Yeah. And it's not good at all where these, rec- these record labels, it don't, it, they it really don't benefit them at all. Mm-hmm. They're not making money. I think that's eventually when it would be like, uh, like nah, he doing this. Let's get him out because that's that that that's what happened to R. Kelly. R. Kelly been the the the, the videotape happened. I forgot what year, but he had a long ten year career after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people work with him. Uh, Lady Gaga worked with him. Yeah, at some point. And it really didn't matter, but once the shit wasn't really working right, and he wasn't really making good music, but that's it was easier. It was easier for record labels to say nah. It was easier for people to say nah. It's not even worth it. He he ain't even he ain't even got no hot song. That's the thing though. Like the average ear, the average listener would say that Chris Brown stopped making good music a long time ago. If you go by his, if you go by his albums, his solely his albums, solely his projects, people like Ryan would say that he stopped making good music years ago. But if you listen to these features, Chris Brown is reviving people's careers. Chris Brown is on features and making them hits like they like. Y'all can't deny that. Y'all can't act like Chris Brown is still not producing hits yeah, on the on radio. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I think he is super talented. I also think R. Kelly is super <laughs> talented too. Yeah, he yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, I, I just think uh, with Chris Brown, he's a popular guy too. Mm-hmm. Every everybody in the industry like Chris Brown. Why? I guess he's a cool dude that kicking with I, and and his music. He's super talented. But once that shit dry up, where but why these would artists, it dry if they like him? If they genuinely, they clearly and, and, genuinely like him because all of these allegations still surround him. So he's clearly something about him is genuinely a good person because they still but, they still messing with him, you know. But, yeah, but see, the industry is kind of fake. Yeah, they they use people. Like as long as you can benefit me, I'm gonna use you. But when you can't benefit them at all, they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's gonna take for that for. Chris Brown to actually get canceled. So his best bet is to keep making fire shit. <laughs> keep making fire music and 
uh, I guess reviving careers and all that other shit. Yeah. But uh, as long as he making money for the record labels, they gonna they gonna make sure he good. Mm -hmm. But once that shit start drying up, where it's like, uh, like he not really making because uh, like I said, R. Kelly was making good music for a long time. It was, I, I want to say maybe what five or six years ago at, at least he was, he was kind of making some good shit but once he started making some trash ass music then it's like these entertainers is like nah like it's not worth me making the song with and he I'm sure he can still make something good yeah I'm sure oh, he can yeah. produce something but it's not even worth it at that point mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. I, and well, I guess, you know, as far as the slapping the weave out of the woman's <laughs> hair allegation, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Okay, well, we'll wait for the, the, uh, the, the, the suddenly fair and just law and order system. No, because I'm just, it's just, I don't believe it. I don't, it. no, I don't <laughs> not believe it. I don't not, I don't not believe that it occurred. I just think. I don't know. Do, do don't you think? Know. Do you think he's um like I, I know you're a super fan, mm -hmm. but do you honestly think he's probably going through some real, I guess, um, mental shit, some yeah. shit that's going on where it's like, damn, like he really needs help. Type I think thing. he's been through that. Yeah, I think absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I guess why it makes me. He goes and he's like on these really good, like good, good runs. And then all of a sudden you hear something. And that's why it's almost like then this this go around, he's been on a really good run to my knowledge. Like and again, I haven't been as active on social media as I have been in the past either. But I've I haven't heard anything about him until this. So it's like what what what's going on here? Like what did you like are you triggered? Like did something happen again and you going through these motions again? Like you need you not you never got the serious help that you need and you snapping like or eh, what like we ain't heard nothing about you in a while. So it's about time you hit somebody or or you know whatever. Yeah. You'll see the the real victim here is Chris Brown, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm not saying that. I, I do not victim shame. I do not victim blame. I no, you're victim blameish. Okay. It's okay. No, cool. I don't. I I do think. Um, it, 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 I guess for me personally, I do think he he definitely need to try to get help somehow. Yeah, like I don't know if he need to check into a uh, some type of rehab or something. I I don't know, but I I do think if he publicly go and say, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting myself checked out. I'm not right. I want to better myself. Mm -hmm. This this life ain't working for me right now. I do think a lot of people would probably side with. Him. I know seem like people side with him now, yeah. but I think that's the problem too. Um, he. He haven't really done that. Mm -hmm. Not publicly. And, yeah. yeah. And it seemed like he just out here wilding and not even getting help. Yeah. Because I know he did go through some things after the Rihanna thing because that that changed his whole life and career. Yeah. But since then, it seemed like he get into the the um into all the trouble. And then it seemed like it kind of died down and he's still kind of doing his thing. It's, it's, it wasn't like the Kanye I'm going to going to um therapy or uh, rehab or some something like that. It's like he get it's, it under control for a yeah, little it bit. Like and he then... just, it seemed like he just go ghost. Mm -hmm. It seemed like I'm, he probably could have went. I don't know, but 
it seemed like he just kind of get low and then, you know, pop back up type of thing. <laughs> um. So with that being said, you <laughs> want to we... go into what? Uh, what a bro knows now? Yes. Let's go. All right, this edition of What A Bro Knows is once again brought to you by Black Lux. Blacklux.com is B-L-V as in Victor, C-K-L-U-X. It is the ultimate women's playhouse, and we have a contest to announce. We This is our second week of the Black Lux giveaway. Uh, <laughs> we had a winner last week. Congratulations to that lady. And we're going to have another one this week. So y'all make sure yeah. y'all enter. It's and it's super it's so easy to enter, man. This is probably the easiest contest ever. The more it, times you post it, that the more entries you get. You can rig the system easily, man. We made it easy for you scammers and scumbags <laughs> to win this contest. <laughs> All y'all gotta do is follow these simple instructions. Number one, you must follow at Black Lux on Instagram. You must share the post on your wall and slash or story and tag Black Lux and Gems and Juice. Yes. And the key word is and story. A lot yes. of people don't like to post on their wall like that. Mm-hmm. Post in your story. Post it three or four times. That's four entries. Post it on your clothes stories and take a screenshot and send it to us. That's if you, you really want to yeah, be post, secretive. Yeah, post it. Post it on your burner account Instagram. You know you got one where you're following all the Instagram hoes. <laughs> you know y'all got one. Go ahead and enter the contest on there. Let us know you did it. And we will put you in the running to win a Black Lux gift card. Ladies, y'all enter too. Y'all know y'all need that shit. Y'all know y'all got y'all needs and desires and don't want to fuck with these niggas who are on a bullshit because they broke and can't afford you a Birkin. Okay, get your own grind, do your own thing, be a strong, independent woman, and get off your own way with a <laughs> gift from Black Lux. And if you're a man, y'all know your woman got knees. Women are getting freakier and freakier. Pornhub is taking over the world. They're watching all these different positions, and you will suddenly missionary ain't enough. Suddenly the regular shit ain't hitting it no more. Yeah. You need the 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 you know every viral post on Twitter. You see the plug for that fucking vibrator <laughs> these are actually legit items you can get it ain't no plug and play vibrator they got all kinds of things for your uh, women's needs it's the ultimate women's playhouse it is black owned online store sign up for the VIP list and receive updates exclusive offers and discounts the website black lux blvck lux.com instagram at black lux and check the IG for your weekly winners, man. We're giving it away every Saturday this month. So we got four more chances to win, y'all. Easy contest. Get yourself a gift card. Get your woman a gift. Women, get yourself a gift. Celebrate an easy, uh, just have a, a great time with your gift from blacklux.com. You're supporting a black business, which is very important, especially nowadays. During these times. Uh, Yes. Shout out to Winner as well. Check mm -hmm. out her OnlyFans. Put some money in her pocket. She be getting down for the cause. <laughs> so uh, check that out. And and yeah, make sure y'all enter. You got four more chances. So yeah, good luck to you all. And next week we will also put the winner up and let y'all know when the next giveaway is. So y'all enjoy that. Enter the contest. 
and special shout out to Jasmine for hooking this whole thing up. So thank you, Jasmine. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so on this week and what a bro knows, uh, let, let's talk about Figgy brought up a rant. He wants to get off real quick. Yeah. Uh, he is getting annoyed with the uh, with a certain trend that is circulating around black Twitter. You want to talk about that trend real quick? Yeah, so I was scrolling on Twitter and I ran across this post somebody um, tweeted or uh, ran across this tweet and um, they said, man, this is messed up what this girl did and she posted the screenshots. So I'm reading the screenshots now. This is an iPhone, uh, I guess, conversation. So the conversation said, hey, babe, or baby, B-A-B-E, guess what? And the other message said, what, baby? I got the job, 70K a year. (laughs) (laughs) She said, uh, so he said, that's amazing, baby. Couldn't have come at a better time. Now I can step down from my position and focus on my mental health with the smiley face emoji. And she said, huh? With the thinking emoji. I said, babe, I'm not happy at this job. The money's the money is great, but I've been working too hard for four years straight. I stay so you can finish your degree. I just want a less stressful job. I'm depressed here. She said, depressed? How when you make six figures and we have everything we need, Patrick? <laughs> you telling me about your depression now? So you're going to be unemployed while I pay all the bills? He said, Brittany, I pay all of our bills for two, two and a half years. I'm asking you to hold us down until I see a therapist and get my mental right. I have a few appointments lined up. I need a month. She said, wow, this ain't fair. I have to support you because you're depressed over a good career. <laughs> you can't see a therapist and work as well. He said, no, I want to focus on my mental health the entire month. I'm asking, I'm asking you to have my back like I had yours. What's the problem? She said, I don't want, I don't want to do that. Yes, you chose to allow me to focus on my school, but that was your job. You provided me, you provided for me, not the other way around. You can see a therapist and work. You sounding like a, you're sounding lazy at this point. He said, lazy. Did I call you lazy when you was in school full time for two and a half years? Should have. Listen, I said what I'm going to do. You with me or not? She said not. He said, so we're done. Are you serious? She said, Patrick, I'm dead. I'm dead ass serious. (laughs) I cannot support a man. Not even for a month. I wish you would have told me about this depression. I would have left a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have time to deal with it. I would have left a long time ago. You hid that from me, and that ain't that isn't fair. I hope you're able to get help. I didn't sign up for this. He said, okay. At least I know you're not wifey material. I've been seeing the therapist over my depression, and I'm not quitting my job. I wanted to see if you truly have my back before I propose. Get your shit and leave my house. You have your job. Now, you can pay your own bills. Own and cat all caps. We done here. She said, I knew you were playing with the two laughing emojis. I was joking, babe. He said, lies. 
You were straight serious, Brit. I'm good. Just get your shit and leave my house. Stop calling me. I don't want. I I don't have anything to say to you. I, I wow. was. Uh, yeah. what, an, what an adventure! What an adventure! Wow. Yeah. Beginning, I, middle, and end. <laughs> right. <laughs> with that whole text no, exchange. I, I, I was so irritated with this man. I, I felt like we see one of these type of scenarios on Twitter every other week, and. The people that was just weighing in on this, they were so shocked, like, wow, how could she do something like this? I cannot believe she did this. This is crazy. And uh, she and other people were like, oh, hold on. They both ain't shit. They, they should not need to know if you're the future spouse can hold you down. And they just giving all these takes. I'm like, man, I, I'm look, I'm sick of the fake ass Instagram, Twitter convos to yourself. These people are clearly just messaging themselves <laughs> and deleting the double messages to make it look like it's a real conversation just to get the clicks and clout. This is corny. This is very Tyler Perry-ish. <laughs> I wish people quit doing this shit. It's it's not funny. This this don't even seem real. Like who who sit there and say, hey, Patrick. Mother name. I've been I've been trying to do this for a long time. Brittany, you know I've been paying the bills for two and a half years. When was the last time you called your, uh, you you text your significant other your name? Mm -mm. You can look through my phone right now. You you would not see my wife's full name at all. In the phone. <laughs> like we when we didn't have wars during the text messages. She, I, I could probably pull up a book of me and her arguing, but never once did she ever say my real name or my or my name at all. So this is so goofy. You, you you got the beginning, middle, and end like you just said, Rocket. Like stop, this is this is not funny, man. Yeah. It, it, it don't even seem real to me. Like hey, who does that? Who like as a boyfriend? Who if if your girl get the job or whatever? Who do shit like that? Let's say this shit was real. <laughs> like what type of nigga gonna sit there and say, oh yeah, make up all this depression shit and hey, can you quit your job and all this other shit? Just to say, oh, I was just playing. I, I was seeing if you were wifey material. Would you hold me down? Get your shit. Get out. Who's doing that? No. All in the damn test, man. This is the goofiest thing I ever seen in my life. I, think, I wish pe people quit doing that. I think uh, screenshotting text messages in general is just played out. Like if you, unless you're talking, like unless it's something funny, and it's like, and you know, it's comical. I don't think it's cool to screenshot a conversation between you and I like I no, I, I don't yeah. you know to, to try to out somebody I don't see the purpose of that I think that's that's really that's whack honestly in general which gender you think is doing that the most though I've seen both I, really? you know you you'd be surprised <laughs> a lot a lot of men taking screenshots of what you'd they girls saying be and surprised. putting on it really you'd be surprised hmm, we, we have a know. whole different timeline so, I, okay, I think it's about 60% women, 40% men. Yeah. I think it's getting close to that 50%. Men will do it, but they won't post it on social media. They post it to their group chats. No, that don't count. Come yeah, on now. No, I, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Telling your friends something and telling I, strangers on the internet are completely different things. Completely I have, different. I have, seen, I have seen guys do this, though. I, I seen guy, and clearly from this damn fake ass text message, I guess it was a guy who uh, supposedly posted this. 
But uh, I do think a lot more guys are doing little shit like this. Mm-hmm. I think it's corny. It's, it's, it's in the same category as Dirty Mac and me. Yeah, it's for attention. They want they want women to come to their comments like, oh, I yeah. knew you would never do that. I knew you was oh, a good you're man. You a real nigga for that. Yeah. Whatever it is. There's always like... I understand there's just going to be gender wars every day on the timeline. Like, that's just what Twitter is now. That's what Instagram is, too. Nonstop black men versus black women. Whatever. My thing is, can we at least come up with more interesting topics? Yes. How much you should pay for a date? Then would you would your girl support you if you didn't have a job? It, it, could you talk to an ex like it's the same shit every single week man i'm like can we twitter is in reruns it seems like with all yeah. these topics and it's always the same people saying the same shit like yeah. nobody has anything interesting to bring to the table about these conversations and it's all hypothetical all of this hypothetical <laughs> niggas act like they have more standards than they actually do women acting like they would put up with wouldn't put up with some certain shit when they know they would like, why Why are so many bums getting pussy if, yes. if the standards were so high out here, man? Yeah. So thank you. It, it is 100 percent people like your online self is what you wish you can be usually. Mm. And a lot of people will act very much holier than now and what they would imagine themselves to be but in real life it don't work like that yeah they really don't have you ever looked on instagram and look at some of these instagram models or so-called instagram models and wonder who really fucking them yeah like do you Mm. think a billionaire or millionaire or uh uh, a nigga with a whole bunch of money really fucking them or is it some type of broke nigga who ain't ain't really got much but look cute i guess it's always funny. Somebody brought this up too because men always comment. You because women do this thing where they post the questions men ask on they time on their stories, and men ask shit like, "Would you ever date a regular guy?" It's like, who do y'all? Who do you think these women are? <laughs> yeah, like they ain't celebrities. Holly Berry. <laughs> Just because they got a lot of followers, don't mean they above regular people dating. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you, they ain't got their own TV show. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? They just because you got do. clout. Clout clout on Instagram ain't like look, it ain't worth what it used to be. Like, mm-hmm. cause people know you can fake the system, you can gain the system. Yeah. And I, clout clout will carry you a lot of places <laughs> and it can make you some money. But yeah. it ain't it, people people have peeped game. Not everybody, yeah. but you, certain people have. You you can kind of tell um how their um clout is depending on what they post. Because sometimes uh, during the woke phase, they had tried to post like a uh, some type of woke picture or, uh, yep. hey, um, donate here type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like fucking nine likes on there. But if it's a picture of them looking sexy, it'd be like uh, half a million likes. Yeah. So it show you that, you know, because I always think about if I go up to that person, because if you look at people like Kim Kardashian, they they actually you know they they get money for what they post or mm-hmm. advertise so if they advertise some type of tea or some type of um suit or sweat something i don't know some type of you know stomach thing or whatever they get paid to advertise that shit mm-hmm. and if you look at those lights those lights are low-key legit <laughs> like they can post anything and they and yeah. get a shit ton of comments if if some of these Instagram models post something like that, like "Hey, check out so and so album or mixtape or something like that," 
it probably won't get that much likes. Like five likes, man. Come on now. Yeah, so I always think about that. Like, damn, if I pay her to promote the podcast, like, would that help the podcast at all? Yeah. Or would people just, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to hear that, see that shit. Yeah. I just, I yeah. want to see some more ass and titties. That's why you got to find, I guess, find the influencers that are not fake. Well, that's the whole point of the combo. That really is all of it, man. <laughs> all yeah. influencers are full of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't trust any of them. All right, for our next What a Bro Knows topic, we have a special guest joining us again, that man Dende, who, who ha- has some things to say. He's a very interesting, opinionated cat. I call him Cat because I'm getting old now. That's why I call niggas Cat now. <laughs> he is a opinionated dude, and we wanted to bring him in because we have a a topic that the lovely Jasmine has actually brought to our attention. Um, so, how, how wait how how much can you divulge about this, Jasmine? First and foremost, like, do you want to intro it or you want me to bring it up? Uh, I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm gonna okay, get into okay. it. So okay. basically, I was dating this guy, and he um told me he was going to bring some airpods and buy me some airpods he bought me the airpods they were cool i've been lit um but then i had issues with one of them my left one wasn't connecting and i didn't you know it was no big deal (laughs) it was no big deal i just you know blew it off because who really listens to both of them at one time anyways so i ended up uh breaking my apple watch and booking an appointment at the genius bar and you know, during COVID, it's kind of, it's not difficult, but you know, you got to get on the schedule to get in. And so I was like, okay, let me take my AirPods in and maybe they can fix them. So. He over here dying <laughs> laughing, man. <laughs> so I go in and the guy who was helping me comes back and he's like, he, I thought he was talking a little loud, but maybe he wasn't. I was just embarrassed because he's like, oh, these aren't AirPods. I can't, I can't help you with these. And I'm like, excuse me, what? Like. Yeah, these aren't um, these aren't real AirPods. So what they'll do is, you know, take a picture of the serial number. And he ran down the whole like process. Uh, he was like, you know, we get this all the time. Da 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 da. But needless <laughs> to say, this I, I I still haven't brought this up to him because I I don't know how to. And at the same time, like <laughs> at the same time, like we're not we're not intertwined that way anymore. But. He went on and was trying to help me troubleshoot them. So <laughs> Go to I, apple.com. Yes. And so that's what, like, that's what makes me upset about it more than anything. Because they were a gift. Like, you know, they weren't, I wasn't something that I needed. Like, he offered to give them to me. So if, if that were the case, you know, that it would have been fine. Like, even if I would have found out after the fact. But the fact that he was trying to help me with the other one, it makes me wonder, like, did he know these were fake the whole time? Or like, maybe he really didn't know. I don't know. What y'all think? He like, no, baby, don't go to Apple. Don't go, I got this. Hey. So wait, we need a few things clarified first. Oh, so when you, when, you, when you got the AirPods, did it actually come in the Apple box? Did it look like legit AirPods? Like Apple AirPods? 100%. It had the box. It had the case, like everything wow. looks. It looks exactly the same. I literally did not know they were fake until I took them to the to get them fixed. That's so how nothing I- about it. Even, <laughs> even be, so, before you learned they were fake, there was nothing about the packaging. It came with the manual and everything. everything. There was nothing about it. 
that made you think, wait a minute, something's off here. Nothing was off. Like, you know, you go mm. to like Home Goods and you'll see the off brand AirPods. No, these were legit Apple AirPods. They connect like Apple whenever I connected them to my phone. You know how they have to, um, you have to like press the, the back to connect them. They yeah. did it. They, Jasmine's AirPods. Like, it all worked. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. So now that I guess it's gotten to a certain point, they're not working anymore. So it's like, I don't, you know, thankfully, shout out to TabTech. Um, and he gave us some Galaxy Airbuds. Um, so I've been using those and I love those. But, you know, I would have been out with, <laughs> without Air, AirPods for a minute. And so I got me some more. <laughs> so, uh, okay, okay. So the, the AirPods were fake and you found out. Now, what, what other... Do you still talk to this dude? Do you still talk to him? We are not talking in that matter, but we're still friends. Absolutely. But okay. I just didn't you know. know, like, Drake has a line. He said something about the Chanel back. Like, they laugh about it now. And I was like, I, it's too soon. At first, I was really mad. <laughs> like, but I don't know. I don't know if that's, is, would that hurt a man's pride to be like, hey, I know you bought me these fake AirPods. Now let, let's get we, we got to get let's get Dende's take on this man because I want to know let let's yeah. ask the court the propose the question so is it fair is this foul or out of bounds now we know it, it's a it's a tough economy out there man you know people struggling people losing their jobs pandemic. it's a pandemic still dog people people out of work people might not be able to afford the luxurious things that these rapper women say that we have to get them. So, what what are your thoughts on this, man? Do you think it's foul for a dude to get his his girl some fake anything? Let's say AirPods, a Birkin bag, any anything that might be a, a Chinese knockoff. Is that out of bounds? Um. Okay. I really appreciate it. That was a great laugh. First of all, that was <laughs> your great storyteller. That was crazy. <laughs> um. I'm going to relate with this dude for a second here. <laughs> yes. I didn't go to that extent, but I bought my fiance. She asked for some wireless headphones a couple years ago, and I didn't have the money for AirPods. I got her ones, but I didn't try to like make it look like they were AirPods. They were just wireless headphones. They stopped working. Now I'm blessed enough to have the money, and I bought her some real AirPods <laughs> from the store, from Walmart. I went to Walmart. Okay. <laughs> Hey, um, I'll say there's two ways that this this dude did that. He either really thought he bought AirPods for the low, he bought them off of Facebook from the black ladies with Asian names or something. <laughs> he bought them for like $60, um, and he didn't know they were fake. Or he should have known psychopath. they were fake. Or he's a psychopath. Because like, <laughs> like, to go to the extent to be like, to not be asked, can I get some AirPods? But to ask you, hey, do you want some AirPods? That's crazy. <laughs> if he knew that they were fake, that's ridiculous. I think you should bring it over. Imagine not dating. I think you should bring it up. If, if y'all are friends, you should bring it up. Yeah. yeah what you got to do is um, you got to bring it up. You got to bring it up in like a joking way. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. hey, hey, but hey, friend, hey, let's be real, man. It hurt my pride. It wouldn't hurt my pride if you brought it up. I'll say that. I'd be like, oh, she got me? All right, well. <laughs> but, like he, he, here's, here's what she has to do. She has to ask him where he got them from. Because if he lies and, and says the Apple store, 
then you know this man's a pathological liar yes. and yeah. something's wrong with him. Like, nah, nigga, this ain't a joke now. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Apple store and they embarrassed me. <laughs> that boy. <laughs> they got on the speaker and shit, ma'am. Ma'am, this, this, these this are is fake. It sounded like it felt like he was on an intercom for sure. Ma'am, this is this is not a real i i uh, AirPods. Hell nah, bro. He said the left one stopped the next. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, not for real though. You should bring it up because you'll find out what type of person he is. So I kind of already feel like I know based on that. <laughs> like I don't even have to bring it up. Like, you didn't have to scam me that way. Like we were cool. Oh, he was trying to impress you. Yes, his heart was in the right place. His heart was, was in the right place. Then that's then, why I haven't the, said anything. The only, the only thing that's a little sketchy to me is him trying to, uh, I guess, send the link to the Apple.com link and try to walk her through <laughs> it. Like uh, to me, if, if I was in that situation and your shit stopped working. I would let you go into the Apple Store just like, hey, fuck it. <laughs> if you if you can't if you came back to me and say, hey, this shit fake, I would I'm like, who sold me fake? What? I bought it from Best Buy. <laughs> like, wait a minute, hold on. I would add like, I uh, you, that was your, that was my first time even knowing this. Oh man. <laughs> I, okay, I'm gonna have to update y'all. <laughs> yes, but well, they here, look. <laughs> yeah, we all, we all we all need an update on this, man. But see, I, I'm not gonna shit on this dude, man, because I feel like this is what social media does to some men. You know, we, we see all these beautiful women, and we see them talk about their demands in, in a relationship, and we think all of them operate that way. You know, people like Sweetie saying, "If he can't afford you a Birkin bag, you don't need him." Things like that. Like if he this can't get you to fit. It, it really is, man. Look, we ain't all we ain't all millionaires out here, dog. Some of us got nine to fives. We got to make ends meet, and, and you you should be lucky that we can afford any kind of gift in this economy. <laughs> and and people want to get out here and stunt like, oh, he better cash at me one k a month, and, and plus do dinner dates every day and do all. There's a lot of pressure on some men that they feel like they need to, to impress beautiful women. By, by getting them luxurious things all the time. And if people were just more real and and, and more honest about the, the type of dudes they actually fuck with, then there wouldn't be all this confusion. But there is. So <laughs> it, it, the whole game, the whole dating game is fucked up now, man. I'm, I'm trying to get out of it. I, I don't like this <laughs> dating game. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of it. It's disgusting, man. No, it's tough, man. I, I, I agree with you. I still think the offering of the AirPods is the weirdest part. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest part. That's the and, and, and it's only funny because it didn't happen to me. It's not really funny. <laughs> it's not really funny. It's, it's not funny. Part. It's not funny because I have another set. Of, I had another set of hair like AirPods. You know, I had another set of AirBuds on me. It wouldn't have been funny. Like I probably would have went to him with it had I had to go to the store right then and there and figure something out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's the only thing that kind of get me too because it wasn't like she asked for it for Christmas, and all, he was under he was all this like, pressure to I get some. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> that's, man, that's a that's a Niggas. tough part of the game, man. May, yeah. Maybe, maybe that that dude, but yeah, you got to update us. Ask him first where he got them from, okay? Because we got to know what his answer to that is. If he says a nigga off Facebook, we'll be like, okay, at least he's truthful. Yeah, maybe he didn't know. If he said I went to Apple.com, 
or the Apple Store and yeah. bought these AirPods, you know he's a fucking liar. liar. Nah, nigga, you went to Apple.net. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Chinese knockoff. And, <laughs> and I think that really might be what it is. I think he really did just buy them on Facebook Marketplace because I almost did this time and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, you know what? This is probably not real. Why are they sixty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. PS5 for $200. Wait a minute, man. Something's not right here. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we appreciate you, Dende, stepping in for our What a Bro Knows segment, man. Might have to get you on for, for some more segments, bro, because you're bringing an entertainment we, value to We food. definitely got to get you back on yes. to, for the update <laughs> after she tells. Right, we, we definitely going to let you know how this thing rolls out, but appreciate it, bro. For sure. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank the lovely Jasmine again for joining us. I always enjoy her presence on this show. Always. Thank you. Thank you. Um, also, our special guest, Dende. Make sure you check out his new project, The Happy Man. Follow him. I am Dende. Social accounts. That shit is Joe fire, Rapper. too, man. It I is. like it. It is. Great project, y'all. Make sure y'all check it out. Um, thank y'all, everybody who's entering the contest. We appreciate y'all. Thank you, winner from Black Lux, for sponsoring the contest. Make sure you check out. Remember, simple rules. All you got to do is, and I always have to scroll up to see what the rules are, but I swear they're simple. All you got to do is follow Black Lux, B L B C K, Vic, B as in Victor, Lux, L U X, on Instagram. Share the post on your wall and or story and tag Black Lux and Gems and Juice. And you can repost this as many times as you want to increase your chances of winning. Yep. So that's all you got to do. Get yourself a gift card from Black Lux. And that's all you need, man. Y'all, <laughs> y'all know y'all need those gifts. Y'all, y'all know what time it is in the bedroom. You can't bring <laughs> no weak dick game no more, man. <laughs> so make sure y'all do that. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, y'all, y'all well, I'm not going to say that shit no more. Y'all know where we at. Um, <laughs> any more shout outs? Oh, Tab. Yeah, for the new listeners, subscribe to everything we got on our social media accounts. Oh, yeah, Tab Tech. We got to plug him last time. Uh, let me let me see what he got. He got TabTechUnlocked.com. I got to pull up this long DM he sent me because he did send me some more information. Uh, <laughs> he Okay, so he... Tab has got a little mobile empire going here, man. <laughs> going hitting up Tab is like going to the AT and T store at this point. It's better. He will hook you up. <laughs> he will hook you up for the low. He will give you a device to unlock your uh, your phone so you can put any SIM card in it. Uh, it's a SIM card that unlocks your phone for any carrier, mm-hmm. and he'll give that to you for the low. You got to contact him to see what the price is. And he's also starting to do iPhone back glass repair. Okay. So mm-hmm. if your iPhone was cracked, he's going to repair it. Apple charges up to $600 to repair this shit. And he's going to do it for much less than that. Mm-hmm. Much less. So make sure y'all check out tabtechunlock.com. Thank you, Tab, for being a day one supporter of the podcast. We appreciate you, man. All right. So uh, thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all. We got more fire coming for y'all for the rest of the month and for the rest of this year. Man, going to be a very spicy. We're going to see more new releases coming out soon. Drake was rumored to release this week. He didn't. But Dana White got on TV and said that Drake was dropping this week for some reason. <laughs> but he didn't. But I think it's coming this month. 
Yeah. I, I'm gonna put that on right now. I think we're getting certified lover boy this month. Okay. We'll break that down too. Okay. Yes. No, we, we might do an emergency podcast depending on how I feel about <laughs> it. So, <laughs> so y'all be safe, be good. Thank y'all for listening. And until next time. Peace. Peace.